took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I measured his level of immunity and he is good to go. He can come down the chimney, he can leave the presents, he can leave and you have nothing to worry about. So not until the second or third quarter of 2021, though. Christmas is probably not going to be possible. Yeah, I'm, well. I've seen him blue for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Like a Fed, like you could say that about literally anything. You know, there are informants everywhere. I'm an informant. Why do you think I did Antifa work back in Santa Monica? You know, I, yeah, I was ratting out you know, names. Absolutely, we all we've all been informants. You know? Um, yeah. Somewhere past the pandemic. When we're free, there's a life I remember full of activity. Somewhere past the pandemic, masks will come off. No more need for a nose swab every time we cough. As we are gathered here today, COVID's toll has hit and sent us reeling. But partners like the ones right here will help to make the pathway clear to find a true healing somewhere past the pandemic life will resume we'll all complain about the traffic forgetting how we hated zoom Somewhere past the pandemic, we'll hug our friends and thank the people and science that brought the pandemic's end. My dozen years are almost through, but it's been great to work with you. Let's end COVID now. Thank you, HHS. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Brought to you by Pfizer. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us here this Wednesday. We're a bit late. Uh, we're a bit latent gay today, <clears throat> you know, really related to the term latent gayness uh, that we found out. That's how it goes. I do appreciate you joining us live anyway. Uh, always good to see you. It's uh, getting closer to Christmas. Hope you're all having a wonderful time wherever you are. Uh, nice and cozy as we're uh, watching the world around us uh, being uh, <clears throat> dismantled and coming apart in a kind of a designed um, uh, collapse or a designed, uh, you know, deconstruction, essentially. Uh, we'll talk about some of that here today. Uh, a lot of things lined up as usual, of course, a lot of things to get into. I do appreciate everyone joining us. Um, 
Shout out to Mr. Uh, Mr. Wright over on uh, Odyssey. Uh, we said Christmas is lurking. Thank you, sir. Thank you for the uh, generous donation. Scene Kyle is there as well. Rope Snitch needs some. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, some of you are joining us over on Entropy Stream as well. Get to those in a moment. I uh, also wanted to do a shout out to Little Italy Bronx. If you're watching, thank you for uh, the donor over on the Cash App. Do appreciate that. Uh, you wanted to get a shout out on the show, so hopefully you're watching. Uh, thank you very much. What else? Who else do we have here before we get into some of the topics? Uh, Virginian Drifter. Happy Wednesday, Henrik and Red Eyes family. Always looking forward to getting real, actual, or actual news for once halfway through my work week. Hope you and your family are safe and sound. Uh, in Idaho. So far, so good. Uh, still here, despite the bioweapon. Uh, you know, that's well, actually, well, we'll talk more about that later. You know, we floated the idea the, the other day. Um, basically, is it is it uh, is it even is it even real? Right. We've we've talked about that. Uh, the juxtaposition of like how, how it was in 2020 versus in 2021 and so forth. Uh, so they will. So today we'll throw another spanner in the works. Uh, and see what you guys think, but uh, there's some other evidence that are coming out here regarding that it's kind of actually uh, genetic specific or race specific. Uh, the 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 virus. We'll talk more about that later. But anyway, thank you, uh, Virginia Drifter. It was good to see you. Uh, same to you and your family, of course. Hope uh, hope, hope you're safe and uh, safe and sound, and everything is good on your end. All right, so um, let's see. What where should we where should we begin here? Uh, did you like that? That was by the way. That was. Um, Francis Collins, I believe his name is, is the outgoing uh, director of the uh, NIH, uh, which is, you know, the, the overarching body of uh, Fauci's uh, NIAID, right? National Institute for uh, Infectious Diseases, or what is it called again? Uh, so he's leaving, so we'll see who, uh, w- what other monsters are going to be taking over. But he was equally horrible, that guy, of course. Tons of songs. What's with the songs all the time? It's like all it is. Songs about the pandemic and promoting that nonsense and garbage. All right. Um, anyway, I think I think that's it, formality-wise. So I think we could dive into some of this here, right out the gates. Um, so, so basically, on the uh, on the economic front, they're they're just they're going for the kill. We, you know, we we've talked about this, but uh, essentially, I guess we can show this one first here. Here's the here's the House resolution. Uh, or, or is it a House resolution? Is it a Congress? I don't know. Some or some damn resolution. So I guess it's Congress or whatever. Um, Senate Democrats are seeking to increase the debt limit by two point five trillion dollars, which would fund the government through early twenty twenty three. Oh, great. Okay, so we got <laughs> it's, what is that? No, about a year or early twenty twenty three. So yeah, a little bit more than a year then. trillion. So this is a joint resolution uh, that was released Tuesday, yesterday. And of course, today, the U.S. US Senate votes 50 to 49 to raise the debt limit by a staggering $2.5 trillion, bypassing a GOP filibuster as part of a, quote, deal struck by congressional leaders. Two point five trillion dollars. They're just throwing around trillions of dollars right now. You know, the, the 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 printing presses are going crazy, right? Federal Reserve, they're gobbling up corporate debt. They're just they're buying up assets and hold their whole becoming a holding company. Like it's it's crazy. It's nuts. Uh, but no one seems to notice. No one seems to care. Um, as the late George Carlin would say, 
Fed dub, uh, doubles taper signals three 2022 hikes in inflation pivot. Flags Omicron variant as risk to the economic outlook. Remember the market crashed and then the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccine stock just shot up like crazy. Uh, supply imbalance reopening contributed to elevated inflation. Yeah, you don't say. Federal Reserve officials intensified their battle against the hottest inflation in a generation by shifting to an earlier end of their asset buying program and signaling they favor uh, signaling they favor raising interest rates in 2022 at a faster pace than ec- economists were expecting. Heralding one of the most hawkish policy pivots uh, in years, the central bank said. Wednesday, it will double the pace at which it's scaling back purchases of treasuries and mortgage-backed securities to $30 billion a month. Oh, scaling back some of that then. Okay, good. Putting it on track to conclude the program by early 2022 rather than mid-year as initially planned. Uh, the faster pullback puts Fed Chair Jerome Powell in position to raise rates earlier than previously expected to counter price pressures if necessary, even as the pandemic poses an ongoing challenge to the economic recovery. Yeah, it's because we're yeah you know, we're in a recovery overall. Inflation's not really happening. Things are actually going great. You just you're not paying close enough attention. We'll talk about uh, Psaki's uh, Psaki's uh, take on this in a moment here. The Fed flagged concerns over the new Omicron strain. Everybody's jumping on this. The UK, I think, so far is is acting the most rash and insane. Some states, of course, in the US is is doing that as well. And some, uh, well. I shouldn't forget about uh, Germany and Austria, of course. Um, even Sweden is is going nuts now over this issue. Denmark, uh, I mean, it's it, like they don't. They admit that they don't like. We don't know anything yet. Basically, we don't have any data, but everyone's reacting on this and like we got to mass vaccinate everybody. Lockdowns, masks are back. Even if you're vaccinated, masks are back. So, right? California is doing that. New York is doing that. The Fed flagged concerns over the yes, yeah, the new Omicron strain, saying that risk to the economic outlook remain, including from the new variants of the the virus. So uh, this is a takeover. They're using this virus to let me let me click away from the button. They're using the virus as the uh, as the excuse, as the pretext to bring about uh, a completely new way of uh, running things, uh, if you will, a uh, a new order. Uh, as it were, or new new chaos, actually, it's what it is. But at the end of that, uh, we'll have a, a, a real damn strict order. You can bet your ass on that. Uh, economic crashes, of course, and then you'll have uh, a new uh, central bank digital currency in the wake of that, probably globally run, some kind of global unification of the financial system. And then, of course, in unison with that, to make matters even worse, we reported in the latest Week in Warrior show, uh, about that 10-country cyber attack drill that was run out of the uh, out of Israel, together with the uh, IMF. You know, this is to uh, to protect us all. They're doing drills on the global financial system, uh, which started with some bad, uh, you know, uh, uh, bad information floating on the dark web, and then it just kind of escalated and 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 you know got out of control from there. Um, and apparently, Reuters was one of the country. Uh, sorry, one of the media outlets, rather. Well, they're. You know, give 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 these corporations time. They're, they'll be turning into countries soon. Uh, at least Facebook and Google. Uh, but anyway, Reuters had seen a video. They were running the same type of videos and things. You know, they're like faking news uh, reports and how would this be perceived by the mass public? And that they're 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 putting this in the context of like, oh, look at the news of what's happening. Get on things. So they're faking or faking, but you know, they're 
uh, dramatizing, is that the term? <laughs> they're, uh, they're, they're staging the TV uh, segments, you know, to, to show what's happening, basically. Uh, and as far as I know, those are not out yet. I, I'd love for something like that to leak, you know, j just much like, uh, well, Event 201 was right out in the open. They put that up on YouTube and stuff, right? Uh, but apparently Reuters had seen that, so hopefully that can leak soon. So we can get an insight into what they're doing, right? It's a collapse of the entire global financial, at least the Western financial system. Uh, people can take out their cash eventually, you know, all these attacks and stuff. So, you know, we're getting it from every every end, literally. That's uh, that's what's happening right now. Uh, let me see here. We have uh, Rudbert Hildebrand over on <laughs> Entropy. I hope I pronounced it correctly, by the way. I'm, I do I do try. Um, Rudbert. Rudbert, I think it is, right? Uh, um, it's a nice old Norse name. I do, I do appreciate that. Hey, Enric, I haven't been uh, able to donate in some time. I lost my job to, due to the fake uh, pandemic. Sorry to hear that. That's nuts. And it has been a roller coaster money-wise. Yeah, I totally understand. It's crazy times. But unfortunately, I got a... Uh, but fortunately, rather, I got a Christmas bonus. So here's a little something for you and uh, the Red Eyes family. Keep the faith, brother. We will get through this. Merry Christmas and riktigt god jul. Keep fighting. Well, thank you. Uh, Rupert, that's very generous of you, and of course, I know there's a lot of people in a bad spot. Whether you're losing your job, we have inflation, increased prices, like energy is going up. We'll talk about that in Germany. That's going crazy right now. Energy prices, but in the U.S. it is as well. Gas prices, you know, the dollar, many currencies are just like stagnating or tumbling. You know, it's it's insane. But I appreciate you. Thank you for helping us out and supporting us. So, of course, we can continue and. Uh, Basically, we'll 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 be on here and doing this as, for as long as we can. We don't know what's coming in the wake of this. We don't know if there's going to be you know EMF attacks or internet shutdowns or some kind of you know they have, they're talking about these kill switches to to the internet or kind of try to homogenize the the message and control the online discourse and stuff. And of course, voices like ours and many others that do this kind of work would be one of the early ones uh, taken out of circulations and silenced for the. For the sake of you know keeping the peace, and because this is a threat to our democracies now, to offer some uh, you know different takes on, on some of the madness that's happening, right? But uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be here. Uh, we'll uh, we'll be here together with you, monitoring this because uh, <clears throat> I said it before. Where, where we're going, there's 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 no roads. This is a completely new. Uh, Completely new territory and era here we're, we're entering into. All right, uh, yeah, thank you, Rubert. Rubert, I appreciate that very much. Good yield to you as well. Okay, so let me play, yeah, let me play this then. Actually, the uh, the take that Saki had, I think she was ta talking about uh, the economies. It, it, it's it's people's psychology on the economy that's just the issue uh, of how they're experiencing things. Um, so it's, you know, when you go to the gas pump and fill up your tank, and it's uh, five times more or ten times, depending on where you are, of course. There's <laughs> prices in California we're seeing, they're like seven bucks a gallon or something insane like that. You're, you're kind of reaching those, uh, you know, Swedish levels now of the uh, of the gas prices. Uh, massive taxes to, you know, to disincentivize you from driving your car, right? Uh, and also, by the way, I'll tell you this. Although the government goes in and subsidizes all the electric electric cars and stuff like that, now it's more expensive in Sweden to drive your, an electric car than a gas-driven car, and that is with the increased gas prices. That's how insane it's getting. But listen to this here. That Americans aren't focused on big future data lines. But yesterday, Brian talked to us for 40 minutes about lots of data points that are moving in the right direction. Yeah. So I'm wondering, given all of those things, and given what you're talking about, prices month to month moving in the right direction, 
What's the White House's big picture view on why so many Americans are so pessimistic about the economy and about the direction of the country? Because another data point is more and more Americans are saying right, wrong track on, on monthly polling on that key question. Well, what I was, there may be, there are certainly Americans who look at data. I'm not suggesting that. Many of them work in New York and other places. I'm conveying that the way people experience it, I think you know what I'm saying, but the way people experience it, and the president just said this as well, is not by looking at charts in the paper, right? As much as we love charts, because they're important for us to note, it's about their monthly budget and how much it takes to fill up their ca uh, their tank of gas, uh, how much it takes to buy meat to have burgers for a barbecue. That's that's what I was saying. Um, <clears throat> why are people experiencing things or why? Because, and I, we've talked about this a little bit before, but you know, a lot of it, what we're seeing in our data is uh, is people's psychology on the economy, on how they're experiencing things in the country right now is related to COVID. And the fact that COVID, we're still in a fight uh, against this virus. Uh, people expected it to be over sooner. Uh, we have new variants that have Seven come up. Uh, and people are looking to get back to a normal version of life. Uh, and so that's our best assessment. Obviously, Americans will experience things different ways, and we certainly understand that. But broadly, when you look at data, that's what we see. Yeah, so uh, you're experiencing things, and that's down to your psychology. Uh, of how you're of how you're experiencing those items it's not really it's not really hitting you in the pocketbook or in in the wallet you know it's just it's just your psychological experience of the economy because things are actually going really great right now uh it turns out this is the, this is the condescending tone uh, that these bastards have as they're like you know overseeing this controlled demolition Be, again make no mistake about it this is an intentional sabotaging of of every functional system that we've had in the Western world uh, that have kept things afloat. You, you could argue, you know, you could argue at the end that this is, you know, this is a good thing or there will be a good opportunity at the, at the end of this. But of course, it's also extremely worrying because there's no guarantees and these people are just, you know, sabotaging. They're, they're putting, you know, more and more, uh, you know, yeah, spanners in the works, as it were, or sticks in the spokes uh, to to stop the machinery overall from the economy to the food to the supply chain and stuff. And at some point, that's going to have a massive real life impact. And and if you're not ready, like many families are not, of course, they think this will be business as usual as we go into 2022 and, and later 2023, right? I think, by the way, the 2022 is a year of the tiger. So I get maybe, maybe this will be the the ride of the tiger moment here for us in 2022. It's, it certainly is lining up that way. We'll we'll just have to see, right? Uh, but no, for, the, for them, they think this is going to be. You know, they, they'll be they'll be. I'm not saying she's living in a palace, but the people she's speaking for on behalf of the 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 uh, the front woman that she is to these people. They, they, they'll be. Uh, at least for now, they'll be fine behind their palace walls and their ivory towers and stuff. You know, so it's not going to affect them. In any major way, at the end it might. At the end it might. But again, if you're an excel accelerationist, then maybe this is good. Maybe this is an opportunity to to like let this finally let this edifice fall and and, and crumble, you know, kind of thing. Uh, but so yeah, over in Germany, uh, inflation reaches 28-year high amid surge in energy prices, and it's an interesting tie-in here too to the the climate change agenda. Um, some of the weather that we're seeing, and specifically in the U.S., we'll talk about that in a moment. But then also the relationship between uh, the EU in the wider context, but Germany specifically and Russia. Russia is now providing a lot of the energy to to the EU because they're like doing away with coal power plants. They're doing away with nuclear power plants. They, they, well, what are you gonna What are you gonna make up this for? 
what's going to be there to to uh, to to make up for the loss of the energy that uh, now is not being produced, right? The annual inflation rate accelerated for the fourth month in a row, hitting 4.5% in October. The record level price hikes comes as energy prices soar across Europe. We've mentioned that before too, and we have another little graph here to show you. What was it again? 200, I'm like 200 euros, they said. It was like the, um, let me see, where is it here? Here we go, there it is. Um, yeah, German power price uh, prices explode to over 200 euros per megawatt hour, an unprecedented rec uh, record price as the country goes green, within quotation marks. Germany plans to shut down 11 coal-fired power plants and the last three remaining and most modern nuclear power plants by the end of 2022. Can you believe that? Of course you can, but like, they're doing this intentionally. They want you to freeze. They want you to starve. This is this is how the, the green new reset looks. The, the, this is what it is right here, right? Um... So the interesting uh, dynamic here, as I said, is is with Russia. And at the same time with Russia, you have this kind of ongoing little war, basically, the little, a little strife, a little um, tiffy-tat. Is, <laughs> is that a word? A little conflict heating up here. Um, and Germany has been a country who's raising the rhetoric here. A uh, breach of Ukraine's terri territorial integrity would have high price, says Schultz, and he's the new. I don't know much about him. We we, we should maybe pull some stuff out. He's the new um, chancellor of uh, Germany, Olaf Schultz. <clears throat> Any violation of Ukraine's territory territorial integrity by Russia would have a high price. German Chancellor Olaf Schultz told Parliament on Wednesday, without spelling out any details. We're looking with great concern at the security situation on the Russia-Ukraine border. Schultz told the Bundestag lower house of Parliament. Any violation of territorial integrity will have high price and we will speak with one voice here with our European partners and our transatlantic allies. So he's talking about NATO here, right? Adding that he still wanted a dialogue with Russia. Well, go, go ahead. Go ahead, have it. Uh, and they're trying to argue that Russia moving troops in, uh, you know, inside of its own borders is, uh, is, a, is a problem. Or like that they're not, they shouldn't be allowed to move their own troops where they want as long as they stay within their own borders, right? And the U.S. is pushing this idea that, well, they'll, they're going to attack any, any moment now. They're just, they'll, uh, you know, it'll be, and we had that lunatic uh, GOP uh, uh, um, guy there. What, what the hell was his name again? I forget what his name was. We talked about it in the Weekend Warrior show. Uh, from Missouri, one of the Republicans, he's in the, in the top, uh, uh, well, right-hand side corner of the images there, where they are, but left-hand side corner. Uh, I forget his name now, but he was like, yeah, nuclear options on the on the table. Uh, definitely, you know. And that, then, of course, the vouchers, we, we detail that. <laughs> We're talking about a CIA coup. <laughs> talking about a CIA coup in uh, in Russia to uh to uh you know to sort out the Putin problem basically. But uh, in case you missed the, the the intro there, I did include this clip. It came out here. I think maybe it's from a re fairly recent stream by Vouch, the, the the State Department asset. And we've argued that for some time now. Like he's pushing all the, you know, the Russia hoax bullshit. He's pushing like the, uh, you know, Syria, um, Bashar al-Assad in Syria bad. We have to go in there. It's like all this white helmet propaganda. These are literally like, you know, U.S. State Department talking points. Um, 
So this is what he said uh, recently. Listen to this here. Like a Fed op. Like you could say that about literally anything. You know, there are informants everywhere. I'm an informant. Why do you think I did Antifa work back in Santa Monica? You know, uh, yeah, I was ratting out you know, names. Absolutely. We've all, we've all been informants, you know. Um, yeah. We've all been informants, you know. All right, buddy. Sure, whatever you say. Um, but, you know, I'll tell you again, a lot of people call this. and They, uh, they, to they, they call the guy uh, an asset, and that's why the uh, YouTube algorithm is pushing him to the forefront all the time as well. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. He's, the, he's the, uh, the young, hip, cool State Department assets. They're there, they're there to kind of push the, 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 the neoliberal, uh, de democratic, socialist talking points. But again, now, as we showed in the Weekend Warrior Show, now he lines up with the lunatic GOP neocons of like, you know, going in and doing some kind of, if not a direct military action, which the GOP guy called like, let's bring the nukes to Russia or let them drop them on Russia. Uh, this guy's like a little bit more laid back. Let's just do a coup. Let's do a CIA coup. Let's just send them in and take care of the issue. Um, so that's uh, that's what we're talking about here. But anyway, uh, diplomats warn Russia of massive consequences if it invades Ukraine. This is, I mean, this could go... It's just like one NATO, US, EU, allied, whatever, step in the wrong direction here of them doing some kind of antagonistic action and Russia responds, then it will be said, look at what Russia is doing. They've done this so many times before, but this could set off a real issue, right? So this is just like what we need right now. I mean, everything that's going on, inflation, the economy, the supply chains, this, you know, the rollout of the vaccine, the mass deaths, layoffs, all this crazy shit. Yeah, let's, let's have Ukraine. And of course, they're just a proxy nation. They're, they're a proxy for NATO and all these other Western allied countries, the, the U.S. and the EU primarily, of course, right? Um, a proxy to, to, to you know, start a, a, you know, ground war with Russia here. Let's have the Slav, some Slavic brothers fighting each other over this. And I mean, Ukraine, like I get their independence, I get all that, and we've had you know listeners that have been mad at me sometimes because I'm like, you know, this, this, you're siding with, you know, like the Newlands have been manipulating the Ukraine for, I mean, that's what was that 2005, Victoria Newland and all that, the the more State Department nonsense, of course. Um. There's all these pup there's all these puppets. Uh, many of them are Zionists. It's just right out in the open, including the the current head of the the Ukraine, the prime minister there, right? And uh, yeah, they're just like they're they're using this this country to to uh, use it as a as a hammer, a bludgeon against against Russia, right? Uh, to try poke the bear, literally, like you know, l let's do this. Pick up the gun. We're gonna pick up the gun. All right, it's, so it's crazy. But yeah, the, the, like articles like this. Uh, let me see here, like territorial, they're talking about here, let me see here. Uh, top diplomats for the world's wealthiest large democracies warned Russia on Sunday of massive consequences and severe costs should it invade Ukraine or continue military aggression near its border. What, what, can you clarify with that? Continue military aggression near its border, Russia's border or the Ukraine's border, regardless well, I mean, it wouldn't be near the Russian border. It would be that's their territory. It wouldn't be their border. So the only thing they can talk about here is near Ukraine's border. If you don't cross over the border, you you you're allowed to do whatever the hell you want within your territorial borders. Now it's an aggression of just moving troops inside of your own territory. This is how Nazi people are. 
the foreign minister, and, and it's it's it pro, most likely it's probably they're doing this preemptively because like no these nut jobs will attack us. Anyway, I don't want to go through. This is the New York Times, but they're just like they're, they're they're completely nuts. This is what in the middle of everything. This is what this is what they want to write, pull right now. Uh, it, it's like it's this close, this close. Um. Yeah, so uh, we can talk. Let me see what else. We have. Oh, this one too. Speaking of Germany, we can stay on Germany here a little bit longer too. Um, <laughs> this is interesting. So Telegram is a huge is a huge problem for them, right? Because you actually have some freedom of uh, of uh, speech there. You do have some freedom of the of of discussion, the dialogue. There's a lot of good channels popping up. A lot of new channels a lot of established channels big channels that are you know keep growing more people are coming over as facebook and twitter and all these mainstream platforms are just losing their minds now you can live stream to telegram you can upload your videos there it's 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 everything right it's 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 everything so the huge problem and that's why apple and google already have begun censoring uh, specific channels through the app store now there is a if you're on android you're luckier than on an apple Hopefully, you have a third-party phone. You know, getting out of that altogether. I'm still, you know, going to buy a Libra phone here at some point. Just get off of all that altogether. Um, and there are good options, but anyway, um, Android you can at least download, or you can on both phones you can run the the web. Was it the WebZ? Uh, w e uh, b z? I think it is right or Z if you're UK. Uh, .telegram.org, I think it is, and you can just run, the, you can log in and all these kinds of things and just run the web version out of your browser, and you, that won't happen, right? But I think the Android users can download the whole SDK package and stuff, and it's like install the app outside of the actual uh, store, the uh, the uh, Google Play Store. But anyway, huge problem. Let me translate this here, too. Uh, this is Marco Bushman. Bushman. Uh, F FDP. I forget. Is that the? Is, is there's probably some liberal party or something. FDP. Maybe chat. Which party is that again? FDP. Uh, I think it's one of the liberal parties. Or yeah. Anyway, uh, the he's a German justice justice minister. He wants to take action against the messenger service Telegram, as it is used to oppose COVID measures. Essentially, there's other things on there too. And the clip here says, what is spread on Telegram is disgusting, indecent, and criminal, claims this bozo and lunatic. Look, there's, it's very simple. It boils down to very simple lines here. If it's illegal, then Telegram has, and they will continue, as far as I understand it, to remove those channels. And they've sent out warnings even in the past. They've been very generous to a certain extent. Like, hey, like you can't do that. You know, take down that post or we, you know... And apparently some channels that were taken down, they didn't do that, they didn't respond to that, they didn't reply to that kind of thing, right? But it's very simple. It's, it, as long as it's legal speech, it goes. doesn't mean if you're offended or you think it's misinformation or something like that. But they, these elitists are trying to reframe the whole discourse and just say, well, this, is, this could lead to real-life harm. This is misinformation that's killing millions of people when it comes to the COVID thing, right? Or if you say something bad about a minority, then a whole, you know, Oive shut it all down, basically. Someone someone got offended. Yeah, because that never happens against white people in the mainstream media. It's not, it's not like a, a, a wicked, evil dialogue, being, a dehumanizing dialogue being run against, the, against white people in the mainstream media right now. That's just, that's not, it's not even happening. What even is, what even is white, anyway? Uh, anyway, he claims then, the, this new German justice minister, 
that it's yeah it's disgusting, indecent, and criminal. What's on Telegram recently? The autocratic um, autocratic Lukashenko regime in Belarus. Now there's been an interesting back and forth there between the EU too when they started using migrants it was very very interesting what happened there all of a sudden the, the liberal EU was like you can't weaponize migration against us that's wrong yeah like you haven't done that um, but they also made it criminal by the way which is like okay maybe you know for just because the west is against somebody doesn't mean that that's a good guy that's you know you can't you know you can't live in that hegelian dialectic you know, you know tennis match uh, but but I understand that people are looking at that like, oh, they hate him? Okay, well, maybe he's doing something right. I, I totally get that. But anyway, uh, they made it criminal in Belarus uh, to subscribe to unwanted channels on the surface. Interesting. Um, for the German-speaking audience, this is what he said here. Also es ist überhaupt keine Frage, was auf Telegram ähm, in Umlauf gebracht wird. Das ist nicht nur widerlich und unanständig, sondern das ist in vielen Fällen eben auch kriminell. Das geltende Strafrecht äh, ist da völlig eindeutig. Und wir müssen jetzt über alle Möglichkeiten nachdenken. Mein Wunsch ist es nur, dass wir hier keinen deutschen Sonderweg einschlagen, sondern ich weiß, dass das bei unseren europäischen äh, Nachbarstaaten auch ein großes Thema ist. Ich habe mich erst am Freitag mit den Justizministern der anderen europäischen Staaten dazu ausgetauscht. Und yeah, she's talking about the, uh, the European Justice Minister. Well, they need to speak as one voice. It's a bigger, broader agenda of the EU, right? I, th I think I'm getting that right. He's talking about how it's uh, unstandish. It's not, yeah, it's not nice. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, indecent. Yeah, I guess that's the term, right? Um, so he doesn't only want this to be Germany, through Germany, but a whole EU-wide thing to shut down Telegram. It shows you where the where, where the most interesting things are right now. <laughs> That's just, and they're immediately on it. These these goddamn uh, you know authoritarian bozos. Uh, but they'll try. There's always going to be a way, though. Uh, there's always going to be a way around it. To people, you know, whatever the the interesting information is, and the truth is, I mean, you, not everything is true. I don't try to argue that. That's on Telegram. But I'm saying. You have a big, you know, there's there's clusters of truth that that pierces through the narratives of, of so many issues, and they can't stand that. They just cannot take that. They they have to control the narrative. That's what this is about. Uh, Robo Thinker on Entropy says one of my favorite quotes. You know how to uh, cure COVID? Turn off the fucking TV. That's right. <laughs> that's pretty mainstream media. Where however you're getting mainstream media, that's that's the way to do it. Uh, it is pretty crazy. Okay, uh, let me see what else we had here. Oh, yeah, so German police um, or German authorities <clears throat> are claiming that someone was plotting to kill a German official, apparently. COVID restriction opponents suspected of plot to kill a German official. And this could be, this could be a gay op, you know. And at the same time, it could be someone who's like, you know, literally just is, is very angry. You know, we saw that with uh, what the year X. Do you guys remember that a while ago? <laughs> this like in Italy, we saw this to some huge Nazi network that were shut down, and it was like a couple of air rifles. And uh, there have been weird things like this in the past. Like they opened some garage somewhere, and there's some like someone collected like some swastika regalia and some old, you know, some old rifle or something, and it was like we huge ring busted. It's like they were going to kill all the EU leaders and stuff, you know. They thrive off of this. This is this is great for them. So, okay, let's for a moment assume that he was real or whatever. Um, is, there, is there any surprise that, that, that people are like, 
sick and fed up and tired of this. I'm not saying it's correct, and obviously we can't endorse it. Don't you know? Obey, obey all the laws, of course, right? Um, but it's like, are they? Is it strange that people who are like sick and fed up with this want to like change things? I mean, again, Germany is like they're going to roll out the mandatory vaccines now. Austria is going to do it. This is insane. Anyway, it says here. Radical opponents of coronavirus vaccines and restrictions allegedly plot to kill the elected leader of the eastern German state of Saxony. Six suspects were under investigation following raids carried out Wednesday morning on suspicion of a serious crime endearing, uh, endangering sorry, <laughs> endangering the state. Mm-hmm. Following threats against Saxony Prime Minister um, Michel Kretschmer in a chat group on Telegram, officers from the Saxony State Criminal Police Office searched six properties. The raids were carried out in the state capital of Dresden and the nearby town of Heidenau. Um, yeah, by uh, about 140 officers. Holy shit. That must have been a, some, clown sh <laughs> some clown show. Police seized weapons, including crossbows and parts of weapons. Yeah, so, you know, they found some, a metal piece or something. Um... Whether the weapons were capable of being fired was still being examined. <laughs> That's what I'm. This is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> they find some old, some regalia or some like literally someone is like collecting air rifles or so you know something like that. And like uh, you know we can, <laughs> it's permanently it's you know permanently jabbed. The bolt is in there permanently. We can't do anything with it. Um, photos showed suspects being taken. Uh, into custody during the raids, but it was not immediately clear whether any of the six suspects were still being held, and no formal arrests or charges were announced on Wednesday. So maybe they, maybe they'll just drop this, and this they will, they will just let this go. Um, and then, but then they act like this was a huge thing, and it, it, it's, it's forgotten. It's dropped out of the media. There wasn't a big thing. This was, this was just trumped up charges, or they made it up, or they made assumptions, or there were Feds doing it. Something. Right? It could be anything, right? But it's those kinds of gay ops that will lead to the massive, you know, sta na nationwide, statewide censorship of certain social media applications, such as Telegram. And, th and that's how they get away with it. Tucker Chris over on Odyssey says, uh, thanks for all you do. Well, thank you for your support. Very kind of you. Scroll up here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they say here about death threats against the Saxon Prime Minister surfaced on Telegram and were focused in part on the Kretschmer, Kretschmar plans to institute a COVID-19 vaccine mandate, mandate in the state of Saxony. Yeah, like you're, you're literally you're literally going to mass vaccinate. I would assume this will extend to kids. This will be eventually everybody, right? And these these experimental things are actually killing people. And you're you're and you're you think it's strange? And not only killing there, it's it's uh, permanently inhibiting. I mean, we'll look at some more cases later, right? All the athletes getting heart issues and stuff, and they're still trying to cover that up and pretend oh, it's no, completely unrelated to the to the vaccine, right? Which takes us to to stories like this, and we've talked about this both week in Warrior Show, and I showed it yesterday in the in the Ryan Dawson show as well. Hardcore anti-vaxxers may need de-radicalizing. Like terrorists. So here we go. This whole narrative that was built up essentially by white people who don't want to be replaced. And they think it's awful that their kids are becoming minorities in their own countries. They turn them into white supremacist terrorists and going after them on every on every platform, on you know, shut them down everywhere. That same method and mentality and just 
overall strategy has now been applied to anybody that don't want to be forcefully vaccinated. It's it's crazy times. It's it's absolutely cuckoo. All right. So yeah, that apparently happened. Is that one of the uh, suspects there? Yeah, I guess so. Maybe. Maybe. Again, they might have said anything, too. They could have literally joked about that on Telegram or something. You know, again, the means that they're in there watching this, they're, mo- they're monitoring this and stuff, right? Uh, they could literally have joked about this in some kind of capacity <laughs> or said, you know what? He needs to, uh, that guy needs to get it or something or someone even, you know, what's the term? Like jokingly said or something. Well, that guy needs to hang or, or something like that. You know what I mean? Did that really pose a day, uh, any f- credible threat? To, you know, things like that, right? All right. Anyway, um, German police also, back to our little Christmas theme here, uh, ended up arresting Santa Claus at a German uh, Christmas market because he was not wearing a mask. <laughs> How many cops is that for five or a little bad quality here? Quite a bit though. But he has a big beard on, does that not help? He's being, literally being hauled off and, and uh, is it, are, are they taking out the, like, that, the cuffs here or something? Is that, is that what's happening here? Arresting Santa Claus. Wie bitte? Weiß ich nicht. Kann ich nicht. Yeah, there's, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> And that clip ends right there. Good times, folks. Good times. No Christmas allowed. Uh, these are not fascists, ladies and gentlemen. They're not fascists. They are democratic socialists. They're liberals. They're progressives. They are. They're the behind. They're the the, the ideologies that for the last seventy five years have been running the show. Uh, those are the the ideologies that brought us to this place. You know, you could potentially call their, you know, application of their behavior as such or something, but it's still not comparable, right? If anything, they're, they're more more closely related to uh, to being commies. They're 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 communists, right? Mass vaccinations of their own people, uh, experiments on their own populations, things like that. As far as I know, there was nothing that happened under either Italy or Germany uh, seventy-five plus years ago. But uh, anyway. Details. Uh, some uh, positive upswing in all of this, I guess, is some of the uh, uh, crypto recovery in the wake of the uh, the, uh, the the rate hikes that the uh, the Fed announced here uh, today. Bitcoin rallies uh, back over forty nine thousand following Fed FOMC. Was FOMC again? The the uh, uh, let me see here. 
Let me just read it. What is FOMC again? Is it the uh, the, the the federal uh, Bitcoin prices uh, uh, price? Action re receives a welcome boost uh, to 49,000 shortly after the Fed confirmed rate hikes and reduction of its bond purchasing policy in 2022. That's right. So we read earlier, right? It climbed uh, over $2,000 on December 15 as markets quickly reacts to news that the U.S. Federal Reserve would raise interest rates and curtail its bond buying program starting in 2022. Um, all right. That's that's the bit. We don't have to go through more of this. Ethereum goes back up, I guess, and stuff like that. So if you're holding crypto, uh, that's a good day. Buy the dip and uh, and hodl. That's uh, that's what you do. Okay, so some some light in the in the tunnel for the uh, <laughs> for the the Bitcoin, uh, Ethereum, and some of the crypto holders out there at least. Okay, so um, let's play this here too. Uh, we we have the geopolitical game going on between you know Russia. And, and Germany to a certain extent, and the U.S. or the EU in the wider context. And then you have the China issue with the U.S. as well. And Chi these Chinese, uh, I think their State Department, I forget which, which guy uh, over there, was talking about that the era in which the U.S. acted arbitrarily in the world under the pretext of democracy and human rights is over. Let's, uh, let's check this out here. Here we go. Tada 对, yeah, there's a, a spokesperson for the office of MFA. Um, MFA, I guess it's their State Department or something like that. Um, so, of course, not wrong. Uh, obviously, it, it, it's true, right? But, you know, even a broken clock in is right twice a day, and it's kind of one of those scenarios like, the, what, are, you are you talking about? What are you talking about here? I mean, it's true. It's, it's Western neoliberal policies, um, wrapped you know communism wrapped in capitalism wrapped in human rights you know all that bullshit um has has been tremendously uh detrimental to a lot of countries out there and internally in our own countries as well you could argue right i mean the j6 all the prisoners after the uh uh the the what do people call it the uh the un uh, the unescorted capital uh uh you know walkthrough things like that right uh, but at the same time, then when China, like if you, I mean, they're right in the sense that that time is over. I mean, the U.S. is now being uh, dismantled by, I mean, intentionally. It was the global enforcement arm of the New World Order for the longest time. Now it served its purpose. And now the military is being dismantled. It's being uh, uh, LGBTQified, right? 
the people who don't want to take the vaccine are being ousted. I saw a story today, was just, I forget what it was, Marines or something that was ousted from the military now. Do you think any of this is going to have a, a devastating consequence to the U.S. military? And at the end, that's not a bad thing necessarily. But watch out what you're asking for. Because although China can rightly point out something like this, you think that's going to be any better? Like we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. China is not going to, is not going to solve any of these issues. They'll be... If they start acting like America has acted on the international stage, you thought it was bad with America? Just wait until these Chinese take control of things. Holy shit. They'll be begging for, for the as bad as the U.S. was to come back. That's, that's what I think. I, I, I don't think anybody will be positively surprised by China. Oh, will you look at that? They restored some order and stuff. Yeah, for themselves and for their own country. But for other people in other, other groups, no way. No way. Again, it's the Hegelian dialectic. It's just, you don't have to take their side just because you're not for you know the side that they oppose or whatever, right? Um, but this is how they play the game. And of course, who are they to talk? Remember when they sat at the Human uh, Rights Council and pretty much said the same things? And it's like, yeah, sure, that's true. But what about like your own you know uh, cultural revolution? You know, like seventy years ago, the mass murder of people, and then every, the the, re, the reformation in the name of that mass starvation. Now we have the Uyghur situation in China and stuff. Like, shut shut up, you dumb asshole! <laughs> like, what are you gonna you gonna raise the issue of human rights? Objectively, it's true, but you're on. You may take a look in the speck in your own eye first. It, it, it's crazy, right? Uh, but the, I mean, the U.S. China is a proxy, right? They're, they're they're a proxy. They represent other powers now. It's another. They've chosen them. They're easier to deal with. They're already, you know, they've culled their own population. They got rid of the undesirables along back. You have a huge, massive population, very obedient and stuff like that. Very, you know, very uh, strictly regimented and stuff, right? Very few you know, difficult, you know, pesky, individualistic people that pops up and try to, you know, take things in a different direction. It's just a big mass obey. It's, it's, a, it's a dysgenics program that they were running over there. Um, and they have infiltrated a lot of the the American institutions. Again, it's not, it's not, this is not, the thing that we're seeing happening in the world is not the chai comms. That's, that's not what this is. It's, it's a tool, it's a mechanism. It's a, or even like a glove or, or something that you put on a fist that's going to be pounding all of us soon enough, right? It's just a cloak. Um, it's, it's just like one of the first layers that you see. And then you, you have to peel away at those layers to find out, you know, these are international groups behind this. This is a, these are smaller cliques at the top, and they're using different countries. That, that time for countries is is over, but they're still using some of them, like China. Anyway, look at this story: the U.S. universities retain ties to Chinese universities that support Beijing's military buildup. New report says, and, and the, it's even a more scary situation when you think about the economic decline that's happening in China as well, because that is potentially could be the catalyst that causes them to lash out if their economy is completely crumbling which we have with the Evergrande situation here, right? That could be one of the first dominoes that fall. And one of the ways of kind of, you know, to a certain extent, look the other way for that, uh, to a certain extent for, to, uh, to build up morale in a different kind of way, to, to, to re, you know, to reinvigorate nationalistic pride and, and, and all these kinds of, kinds of things would, would, would be a war, you know? I don't know, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it, it would be... People have argued this, that the warfare of the future is not the warfare of the past. It's highly unlikely that you'll see just like, you know, two countries going at it like that. And then you have the rest of the world joining in. It'll be, it's more covert. It's Cold War. It's hacking attacks. It's all kinds of other, 
you know, propaganda efforts and stuff like that. It's, it's run much in a different, in a very different way, right? I mean, the vaccine rollout with the bioweapon, it, that's 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 modern warfare right there. It's uh, it's uh, quiet weapons for for a silent war, or is it silent silent weapons weapons for a quiet war? Uh, that's what it is now. So we'll see. This could just be a bunch of sable sable saber uh, rattling, right? So we'll see what happens here. But but regardless, a lot of people are in the pockets of of, of this proxy, the uh, the Chinese in the U.S. That, that that's just true. Remember all the the people at universities and stuff, right? Relationships are entirely legal, and American universities often tout their ties to sister Chinese universities as an academic strength. And of course, all these secrets are handed over: science, technology, warfare applications, all this stuff. Right? There's it, it's traders in Western countries that outsourced literally everything to China, and there would be nothing without uh, the traders in the West right now. It is crazy. Uh, Virginian Drifters says over on Entropy Stream. Uh, any chance of a at a deep dive on what Cyber Polygon could entail, or uh, what we know based on what their current uh, what their current simulations are? Uh, I find it highly unlikely they could shut down a majority of the internet. Uh, yeah, we could do it. We could definitely do a deep dive into uh, Cyber Polygon. So there, there's some stuff coming out from that, and I I would love to see this. As I said earlier in the show, this most recent um, drill that they ran out of. Uh, that's unrelated to Cyber Polygon, but it's it's very much in the same vein, right? You you know that when they start running multiple operations, multiple drills in that kind of capacity, you know that like something is up because they always at some point they always go live, right? Oh, they just happened to run drills that that morning, that eleventh of September, just happened to run drills on on planes flying into towers, and then all of a sudden planes flies into towers for real, you know. So, uh, yeah, no, that would actually be a good idea. But I'd love to get my hand on the, some of that footage. Hopefully some of that will be leaked from the latest one, the IMF in Israel, running the latest uh, uh, cyber attack, a worldwide uh, financial system and stuff like that. But even as far as I know, Cyber Polygon would be like shutdown of, the, of even the, the electrical grid. Like, I mean, it would be a, a complete, you know, kill shot, essentially, which is pretty crazy. Thank you, Virginia Drifter. I appreciate that. Uh, so Definitely something we can do. Space Kang. Says, great show yesterday. Well, thank you. Was that a bonus Christmas stream for all of us good guys? Yeah, I mean, it, the point is um, we want to start doing more interviews and stuff and, and other type of videos. I'm more on, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays in between the other show days and stuff like that. So that's something we're going to try to start getting in a little bit more regularly. We have some guests lined up and booked in. Uh, it's just been very busy. We haven't been 100%, you know, things like that. But as we kind of... Slowly, just kind of get back on on track. That's uh, something that's coming. So more of that. Thank you, Space King. I appreciate that. Um, with your help, we can do more, as it were. We, I do. I, we are. We want to bring on uh, an editor, uh, someone who can help me uh, produce some of the content. Of course, you know, doing supercuts, cutting together things, taking uh, excerpts or clips from the shows, putting those up and stuff. All of that takes time. There's multiple places to upload to. It's just we're way. We're way overworked and way undermanned, right? So that's one of the things that we do as well. So we do appreciate your support. It does help. Uh, and if we can bring on uh, uh, another person to help with that, that would be tremendous. Uh, we'll get back on our feet again as we as we were before we were uh, financially sabotaged, right? To throwing off all the big payment processors th and things like that. Uh, I mean, we're still here. And of course, with uh, uh, by the grace of the gods and, and, and your help as well, we're still here. We're doing fine. It's not, not a problem. But when we get over that hump and, and start you know, bringing on some more people again, uh, and do even more. 
uh, for you guys because we need to ramp up our production and we need to ramp up a, a lot more of this coverage as as things start to heat up here now. It's got it's getting shit's getting real, as it were. Okay, um, let me see here. What what else do we have here? Um, let's okay. So we have. Let's do this. We we had the issue with um, the climate here recently. Let me play a clip first. We covered over the weekend show the tornado in Kentucky. I mean, it was in a couple of different parts as well. Uh, but I mean, just massive destruction. Crazy destruction. I mean, I'm not saying it's uncommon. It does happen, of course. I'm not sure if the timing this late in the year is uncommon. It feels like it's a little bit later than usual. I, I could be wrong on that. People living in the region would, of course, be well-versed on that. Uh, but so Biden visited Kentucky, Dawson Springs specifically. Hey, Dawson. Um, and, uh, of course, pushing the whole climate change alarmist hoax bullshit thing. Let's listen to that and then uh, uh, let's expand on that. Not walking away. No one's walking away. We're in this for the long haul. Thank you very much for your patience. Not now. We, we don't need it yet. We don't need it now. You know, there has been, because of weather disasters, just this year, over $99 billion in losses. $99 billion in losses. And as I flew over, I was telling folks here, as I was out with the governor of California and Idaho and other states, as you fly over those territories for the better part of an hour, looking down, every single solitary thing is leveled because of the fires. Nothing there. The forest, what? the homes, the businesses. Is he saying Idaho is leveled? Uh, everything is leveled in Idaho? Is that what he's saying? <laughs> What is he talking about? Let's take that again. With the governor of California and Idaho and other states, as you fly over those territories for the better part of an hour, looking down, every single solitary thing is leveled because of the fires. Nothing there. The forest, the homes, the businesses. I, I know it was I know it was bad some areas, but the flying for an hour just over those some of those territories, is that true? I, I, I doubt that. It's big X for me, but, uh, you know, I haven't flown over those areas, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I did. I'm not sure, dude. Uh, whatever. And guess what? So much area has burned this year because of weather and climate changes that is larger than the entire state of New Jersey. The entire state of New Jersey. That's how much land has been burned to the ground. So we got a lot to do. We got a lot to do, but the American people are ready to do it. This is the United States of America. There's not a darn thing we can't do. Thank you. Yeah, so pushing the, the climate thing. Oh, nice applause there, too, of course. All right, uh, you've been... <clears throat> okay. So uh, so basically, we, yeah, we've seen uh, after the Kentucky stuff, this is all climate change and stuff. This is very dangerous, right? Uh, let's take a look at a couple of new ones. I guess I should wait with this one. This is kind of stealing the thunder a bit. Let's move that back a little bit. Uh, let's talk about this first. Historic windstorm could produce rare tornado threat in central U.S. Last week's tornado outbreak left dozens dead and towns devastated across six states. And that could happen again. The National Weather Service warned Wednesday morning, and so this has now happened, that another historical weather day is imminent for the Midwest. 
Um, this the weather National Weather Service said a severe weather threat is slated for later today and tonight and tonight into tonight across the mid Missouri Valley to the upper Mississippi Valley embedded gusts gusts of 75 to 100 miles per hour and strong tornado and two are also possible particularly from extreme eastern Nebraska across western to northern Iowa and southeastern Minnesota the weather agency said and that they had a bunch of tweets and stuff like that right. So this is some of the footage. Here is the uh, uh, the uh, tornado sirens going off in Nebraska. And here's some of the footage of the winds. Not bad. In Colorado, uh, a massive dust storm was, was moving through. I forget exactly what area in Colorado this was from. Look at this here. Yeah, it looks like that might be sped up a little bit if you look at the cars. But again, the point stands. Massive storm, right? Um, so again, I'm not sure if that's rare for the time of year. And of course, these things happen. I'm not saying as soon as there's some kind of weather, it's like, you know, oh, it's a gay op or whatever. But just, you know, just be aware of just be aware of this. We, we, we've showed it a couple of times, but just be aware of this, right? The, 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 the owning... The owning of the weather uh, was a uh, an Air Force um, aspiration, I guess, uh, back in '97. And of course, they do have the technology for this. Uh, maybe it's natural. Sure, that's totally fine. But it could also not be. It could be very advantageous to the new era that we that we move into. Right as as. We go from the COVID, and I mean, the COVID thing will remain, so don't get me wrong, but as we, I should say this, maybe that swapping out, that meme that we, we've showed a couple of times of Indiana Jones swapping out the the COVID, you know, particle for, for the climate change globe, maybe that's not right, because essentially what's going to happen is we're going to, it's going to be added on, it's not going to be, nothing is going to be removed, uh, it's, it's going to be an addition and it's a, there are a couple of interesting movies that have seeded this recently too. I mean, even the Matrix, of course. You know, the the bad Agent Smith. He talks about the the humans as the virus, right? They move from place to place and they destroy everything in their wake and stuff. And yeah, but this you know benevolent AI is gonna you know he's gonna, he's gonna fix all this for us by killing all the humans, right? That's the way to go. Um, but it was another. The Kingsman has had had this too. I saw some reviews of the movie recently, where one of the villains, and it's more kind of a jokey type style they have in that. But one of the villains, Vec, what's his name again? Um, Valentine, I think the name the villain was like <laughs> played by like 
Samuel L. Jackson and he's some like super bright, you know, like super high IQ, super villain. Right. But um, the argument was we we have to call the human herd. Otherwise, nature will do it for us. And the reason why we have global warming uh, is because humans are the virus. And, if, and, and when there's too much of a viral load, meaning too many humans, then in the same way that the body gets a fever, the earth as a symbol, as a symbolic way of, of a body, it gets warmer and warmer, right? See, see, see what they did there with the, the virus analogy, where the virus, too many humans, too much viral load, we'll get a, we get a fever if we have too much virus. Uh, the earth in the same way is starting to heat up, you see? So therefore, uh, the humans are the virus, and, and, and either we have to call the herd or the earth will die. But regardless, even if the earth dies, the virus will still die, right? If the body dies, the virus dies too. And it can't, you know, it, it's not going to contain any other, uh, uh, infect, I should say, infect any other bodies, right? So that's the overlap with, with like the, 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 the environment and the climate agenda and stuff that, that even if it's not natural, you could argue natural cycles. You got to look at solar cycles. You got to look at sunspot cycles, all these wider, wider things and, and much more influential things than cow farts and uh, and exhaust pipes from from human you know automobiles and stuff. But if it's not if it's not genuine, if it's not you know real, so to speak, they have have an aspiration to control and manipulate the weather for decades now, right? And that's what this you know famous paper back in I think in 1997 or something, no 96, this was released, right? But again, the Air Force, there's many other such documents, there's much other research about this and so forth. Uh, but this is one of the more uh, well-known well-known ones. Weather as a force multiplier owning the weather by 2025. So we could argue, as we potentially get more and more strange weather, and more and more anomalies and things, it is true that it would serve the agenda perfectly, right? It will be, it will be lining up with all the things that they want to do for us. Get in the pod, Eat the bugs, you know, you'll own nothing, but you'll be happy. All of this will come in the guise of, of climate change, so-called climate change, uh, uh, global warming, whatever it is, right? Military wants the weather on its side. And of course, now it's it's going deeper now, right? The direct air capture by Bill Gates. We uploaded a segment on that the other day, just like lo complete lunacy. Like it will be a total collapse of our food production, of forests and stuff if they, if they get their way. It's like this is supervillain craziness shit. Direct air capture. One of the facilities of a startup in Iceland of all places right now. And again, the only reason they can run this on a net uh, positive energy output at the end is because they have so many, so much volcanic activity, thermal activity and stuff. You do this as any any other region, you basically won't be able to do that. So they, they will have to probably put more energy into this thing than actually that they get out at the end. Uh, but they're still going to do it. Millions of machines are going to be built to direct air capture, and they're going to capture the carbon, turn it into rock, and then bury it deep underground. And what do you think is going to happen at that point, right? This is how insane they are. Bill Gates had that program where he wanted to blot out the sun. They were going to do a test using one of the Swedish launch pads up in the north uh, space uh, range. Uh, they eventually backed out of that, but I think he's going to go somewhere else, or the, the, the program that Bill Gates is funding is going to go somewhere else. And they're going to try to block out the sun. All in the name of, of of saving us from global warming. And I'm saying, don't be surprised if they start manipulating the weather even more. And, and we'll see more and more extreme weather. 
And a outcome of that will be, well, you, it's no one could deny it. It's happening. We have to change. We have to do all these things. We have to protect ourselves from this. Otherwise, everybody is going to die. You're going to die, right? That That's already the narrative not now, but they, they're going to show you now. <laughs> you know I mean, um, so yeah, we don't know what this is. It, it might just be, I'm not saying this tornado is for sure manipulated or whatever, uh, but they have been aspiring to get this technology. Some people argue that they have it now. It's locked in. They can do this if they want to. They superheat the uh, the ionosphere. They can superheat other parts of the uh, atmosphere and so forth. And, of course, this creates bubbles of heat. You can uh, create vacuums and stuff. And so when the air collapses back in or, or certain parts of the atmosphere collapses back in on itself after you supercharge it and stuff like that, you gr gr get weird weather phenomena. People have talked that they can, in, in such a capacity with technologies such as HARP, uh, in, effectively inject more energy into certain weather systems, such as um, tornadoes uh, and hurricanes, right? So, no, just be aware of that. This is this is the kind of stuff that they reported. This is uh, NBC News. And this is back, at, I believe, 2005. Yeah, October 31st, 2005. This is when they had some level of, of decency uh, of reporting on actual real things. Um, and they went through it. It was a space.com article, but again, they referenced uh, the weather as a force multiplier and other such, uh, you know, um, experiments and tests or, or you know, um, documents, basically, right? All right. So that's just nuts if they can do that and, and if they are start to, if they start to bring that into uh, the equation. And on top of that, you have this as well, which is kind of interesting. It takes us back to the Russian issue of them being a thorn in the side of the global elite. And, and they have their own problems. And in many ways, they have other types of control over there and so forth. And we're not trying to argue that this is a, the, the, the perfect place and stuff. People, Some people get, even get angry when we just say, well, that seems to be good about Russia. And the, <laughs> like, well, you're carrying the water for Putin. It was like, well, are you watching Rachel Maddow? What's, what's wrong with you? Um it's good. I mean, it's being opposition. That's good. It's the same way that Putin pointed out the the J six, like one of the only nations, obvious humanitarian, the violations of the civil human rights of the people that are you know locked away and tortured and shit like that, right? So that's good. They have their own issues, but they can point out hypocrisies and stuff about the West, which which I welcome. You know, go ahead and do that. So recently, here Russia ended up blocking a United Nations resolution that was going to treat climate change as a global security threat. You, you've kept hearing about this, right? It's the greatest thing outside, of course, of white supremacy, global white supremacy, as the World Economic Forum guy wrote, to fight back against global white supremacy. Uh, actual, an actual book, I forget what his name was now, um, published by the World Economic Forum, by the way. But um, yeah, they've tried to argue that the biggest threat we're facing uh, after after Whitey, is um, is climate change. Uh, it used to be global warming, and before that it was global cooling, and now it's simply just climate change. So whatever way this swings, and it always swings in one direction, it always changes, right? Oh my God, will you look at that? It's changing. That means we are doing it, and we have to we have to reform all of our societies, right? So at least they were standing in the way there, which is good. Russia has vetoed the passage of a United Nations Security Council resolution that for the first time would have treated climate change as a threat to peace, even as many Western powers increasingly take climate risk into account as, as part of their security strategies. Absolute lunacy. 
the resolution co-sponsored by Ireland and Niger would have required the top UN body to consider climate change as a possible cause of conflicts and to look for ways to address the risks and head off potential clashes. Now, remember that they've seeded these ideas too, that there will be like something like 500 million climate refugees in the future and they're all going to go want to go to all going to want to go to your town and move in right next to you. And even if there's no no houses, we'll we'll level the forests and we'll build them anyway. Uh, 12 of the Security Council's 15 members voted in favor of the resolution Monday. India voted against it. Good for you. Alongside Russia, while China abstained. There you go. Completely. Why Why can you not take a stand on that? Russia is one of the Council's five veto-wielding permanent members with the power to block resolutions. Fantastic. Well, why do they want to get... I mean, I'm not saying Putin is the only guy behind this, but why, why do they want a regime change in Russia? Because they do shit like this. It's a, It's a problem for them. They might have them by the balls in other types of ways, so I'm not arguing that, but but this is good. I'll, I, I'll take it. Moscow generally opposes any expansion of the Security Council's agenda. Yeah, because they always line up against them. Remember the whole Israel stuff with the Security Council? Like a huge joke, like the U.S. always sounds, you know, vetoes anything that would like come down on Israel and stuff like that. Um... Yeah, and so Russia has a, has regularly used its veto to block Western powers from intervening in conflicts, including in Syria. Yeah, because that was a gay op, and that was completely uncalled for. Uh, Bashar al-Assad was not the man they, they claimed that he was, right? And Russia, to a certain extent, could see that. It argued that the resolution, if adopted, would politicize a scientific and economic issue. Absolutely right. Positioning climate change as a threat to international security diverts the attention of the Council from genuine, deep-rooted reasons of conflict in the countries on the Council's agenda, said Russia's UN ambassador, Vasily Nebenzia. The Kremlin said Tuesday that Russia vetoed the UN resolution on climate change because it considered it unacceptable for nations that had harmed the climate through swift industrial development to impose restrictions on other countries. I mean, yeah, you could argue that. That's true. Yeah, it's like we can have it, but you can't. Now I feel there's a there's a <laughs> there's another uh, layer of the agenda to that, which is instead of letting those countries then industrialize and stuff. I'm not saying they did they they are like directly maybe opposing that. Maybe they, maybe they are on some level, but the the solution, which is part of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals of Agenda 2030, and going further with Agenda 21, which is the bigger you know, umbrella agenda of that. So 2030 is just one milestone in this, right? But people have heard about that, Agenda 2030. Is this idea that you'll have reg what they call regular um, and... Um, is it safe, the other word in that? Re anyway, reg yeah, something like that. Regular and safe migration. Or orderly, I think it is. Something like a regular and orderly migration. That, that part of the Agenda 2030 is to it's economic equity of course but to lift these people out of poverty is not to okay well give give them the technology then or like let's western countries come together and help them out then if they need to and and, and industrialize and and here you go kind of thing right uh would they pull that off i i don't know right but regardless instead of that the solution is to lift those people 
literally like airlift them out of their countries and place them in Western countries as a way to solve poverty. That That's part of the equity program now is to open the borders and let all these people come to Western countries. How's that good for the environment? How's that good for our environments, for our forests? Already vastly overpopulated, right? 500 million people in Europe, 350 or close to it in the U.S. There's some lunatic leftists that want to have a billion people in the U.S., the, the Europe probably even more. So they're using this all we've done the UN programs, the World Economic Forum, their plans, and then the Sustainable Development Goals, Agenda 2030, the climate change agenda, and and it's all leading to one thing, which is the a, a collapsed destruction of the West, right? While while, while they're um, deflating or whatever the term is, our living standards, Western lifestyles, and things like this. Um, it's all about getting you into the pod, eating the bugs. And uh, mixing yourself up, <laughs> becoming a, a rootless cosmopolitan with no connection to anything, including your land or your people, because they don't, they virtually don't exist anymore. And then eventually, when we're all equally miserable, and they've sucked all the carbon out of the air, which leads to a collapse of the food supply and the forests and all the natural world, uh, they'll bring you right into the uh, the metaverse. That'll be your your point of uh, of escape at that point. Uh, you're gonna go right, right into Meta, and uh, that's what's gonna, that's what's gonna free us. That's what's that. This right there is what's gonna liberate us. That wonderful logo in your face forever. That's what. <laughs> that's a. That's what. They'll upload your consciousness to a computer. A computer. And then, uh, and then that is uh, is is the the new gaming time. And actually, I actually have a couple of. Uh, I actually have a couple of metaverse videos later in the show. We'll we'll look at those. It's kind of funny, actually. All right. (laughs) Crazy times. Valet says, um, on Entropy Stream, says, white European women are the most beautiful creatures on God's green earth. We uh, have no future without them. It is up to us to treat them right. Merry Christmas. Uh, Very wholesome message. Uh, I totally endorse that. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you as well. Um, yes, a- absolutely. This uh, this this uh, uh, women bashing nonsense and incel stuff is is the the worst possible for our people. Are there annoying white liberal women? Yes, of course. But you know, move on. Come on, you don't have to bash all the women for that. They just point out the, the the weirdos, make fun of them. Oh, we have a clip on that here in a little bit too. By the way, speaking of speaking of one of them, <laughs> we'll show that. No, it's uh, you know it's up to us to uh, to. to um, to make, to make it right, you know. That's how it goes. Okay. Let me see here. Whatever. Oh, I don't know if we should cover this. It's kind of... I guess we can play the clip. It's kind of... Maybe it isn't a fitting. So, Ron DeSantis is, you know, he's... He's, like, horrible on Israel. He's horrible on the vaccine stuff. He was shilling that recently and stuff. And then he d- does a, some fairly decent thing. Uh, where he's actually like calling, you know, critical race theory. He's ca- he calls it cultural Marxism and stuff. And it's like, yeah, well, I mean, that's that's accurate. You know, that's what it is. And again, I'll 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 take it. You know, I'll take it. Uh, but I also feel that there, there's another thing, another layer to this, right? So he had a. Let's take a look at the clip here. It's it's something called stop the woke act. Is there more important things? Yes, definitely, in a way. 
then at the same time, CRT is this massively anti-white, you know, package kind of thing. It just feels that the pivoting will be it will be in the wrong direction, especially with people like Christopher Rufo, who was brought on here, one of the guys speaking as well. Uh, and again, it's great that he exposes this, that level one of it. You got to begin there, get to identify the problem. Then they have a little bit of a different take of where, well, where do we go with that, or what, sh what should be done in its stead, you know, kind of thing. So we we can briefly just talk about that. But listen to the clip here; it's just about a like a minute thirty uh, of what uh, DeSantis said. Uh, say what you think. Now, with the rise of this woke ideology, uh, is an attempt to really delegitimize our history and to delegitimize our institutions. And I view the wokeness as a form of cultural Marxism. Uh, they want to tear. I mean, it's not obviously this is not wrong, and it's very good to hear someone with this pulpit, the polit politic political pulpit. Um, to voice it in this way and to just call it what it is, right? Might have a different, might have a different idea at the end of the day of of what 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 we should do or what should be normalized as opposed to this horrendous lunacy of of, of anti-white ideology, you know, kind of thing. Um, so that's good. I'll take it. They want to just, it's not just, you know, people say, oh, you know, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're leftists or socialists. It's not just like taxes and all that. Yeah, they do want that, and that's not good. But they really want to tear at the fabric of our society. It's true. And our culture and, and things that really we've taken for granted. like the And white people, there's only one enemy in CRT. It's, it's the, and this is what, I mean, I don't think it's as anti-white. I mean, some people there are starting to, which, which is good. But there's only one enemy outlining all these these documents, these ideologies. It's white people. White people is the boogeyman. That's the problem. The ability of parents to direct the upbringing of their kids. So this is really, really significant. And when you see these things throughout the country where they take down Thomas Jefferson's statute in New York City, where they take down Abraham Lincoln in Massachusetts, where they take George Washington's name off schools in California. You know, that is an attempt to erase history. Uh, they want to delegitimize the founding of the country uh, and the institutions. And, they and that's what, you know, the people who went to uh, places like Charlottesville to protest the removal of the statue, you know, many of them said that. Uh, the people who were public and people who went there kind of had that general understanding. Like, yeah, it begins here, but it won't end there. They're going to come for all these statues. They're going to come. It's funny how how the people who went there have been vindicated. Maybe maybe some of the other things they said was true too, huh? Hmm? Basically, want to replace it uh, with a very militant form of leftism. That yeah, and they want to replace something else too. Would absolutely destroy this country if that ever took hold. And so we have a responsibility. Uh, to stand for the truth, to stand for what's right, and we're doing that, and we've put more resources and emphasis on teaching civics, on teaching people about American history, but we also have to uh, protect people uh, and protect our kids uh, from some very pernicious uh, ideologies that are trying to be forced <laughs> upon we gotta, them. we got to protect our kids from pedophiles, Ron. Across the country. So earlier this year, I directed the Florida Department of Education to prohibit critical race theory in our K-12 school. All right, so that, that's the clip right there. <clears throat> Good for him. He's calling a, a spade a spade, almost, like 98% there or something, right? 
go that last last stretch as well. I mean, I know he has what he is. It's still them the, the multicultural you know GOP thing that can't be like explicit uh, pro white. Of course, that can't be that right. Or or just, or even just like at least he they've stopped shitting all over white people, which it's, I guess is a good start, right? It's a good start. Eventually, but why can't you, you know, could also say good things about white people say, or or uh, appeal to them as well as a group or something, right? Or, or uh, 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 yeah, when you like Trump, right? When you mention all these other groups of how much you've done for them, bring up the majority of the people that vote for you too, dude. Like, can you go that last stretch, you know? But it's a good, it's a good, it's a good beginning. Uh, I, I, I do, I, I will take it, right? But as you can see in the be uh, the in the behind <laughs> behind uh, Ron DeSantis there uh, is uh, is Christopher Rufo over on the, the uh, uh, left hand side there uh, behind the between the guy with the cowboy hat and the conservative red t shirt woman there uh, Christopher Rufo so he was there uh, talking about this as well <clears throat> and this is where I feel that some of these people fail kind of thing right. This was a, a recent thing. Now he's very good at exposing, you know, CRT and the, the agenda and stuff like that. But he also seems to think that there's something. Look, look at the the pivot here, right? He put up a, a, a photo here <clears throat> uh, from Centennial Elementary School, where families of color are going to have playground playground night uh, on the eighth of uh, December. At uh, 4.10 p.m. <clears throat> According to Centennial Elementary staff, this event was organized by the school's Dean of Culture, Nicole Timberg, which is funny because she and her husband is white herself, but they have Asian, presumably adopted then, children. Unless she, uh, unless she, did, she did something, uh, she, uh, unless she cucked her guy right there. The event was canceled due to COVID protocols. Oh, that was too bad, so sad. Uh, but they plan to reschedule in the new year. Okay, good. He says here, Denver Public Schools now promoting racially segregated playtime for equity. Is that what it is, though? Is, 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 the, is that what it is? There's another photo he uploaded after that. From separate but equal to separate but equitable. Now, what he, what he fails to do with this picture there is that white people had a drinking fountain and then uh, black people had a drinking fountain. You know what the big difference of this is? There's no white families, white families playground night. <laughs> that's, the, that's the big difference here. He's not wrong in, in that sense. But I'm like, is it wrong for, for these? Let them have their playground. Great. You you bay with your people, you hang out with them, totally fine with that. Not a problem. It's almost as willing that, well, you have to mix <laughs> the, the Christopher Roof was pushing. I'm getting that sense of it, right? And of course, he, you know, he has mixed kids himself, right? And so it's, it's, uh, he's, uh, he feels that's the problem maybe or something. He, he's not, he, you know, if you're pro, if you're, it's that crazy lunatic portion of this anti-CRT crowd that start talking about if you cl try to claim that CRT is anti-white, you're, you're a Nazi lunatic and, and stuff like that, right? Which is like, well, is that what you have to, do you have to pivot to that? The, the difference here is 
white people are excluded from everything unless it's schooling them and indoctrinating them and pushing them on, on into hating themselves and all these kinds of things right they're literally being painted out to be the boogeyman right as far as i know even even back in this era which is presumably the most horrible thing that ever has happened in anywhere ever them having their own spaces but now it's of course weaving coming back around on itself and now they do have their own spaces again literally segregation the only difference is White people had spaces then too, but now white people cannot have any space, at least not of our own. But if it's a multicultural night, or if it's a walk or pock space or something, then well, you guess what? If you're white, you have to leave. You have to go. You know what I mean? The conservatives are like, we have to mix with these people. This is disgust. This is despicable. You know, kind of thing. And I'm like, no, why? It's totally fine. This is complete freedom of association. Do whatever the hell you want. And then you let us do whatever the hell we want. That's totally fine, you know. Then comes the discussion later on, of course, of like, you know, different, you know, parts of a, of a country and different uh, ethnic regions and things like that. I mean, in Europe, that's already been, you know, we already have ethno-states in Europe. It's just been the last couple of decades upended because of open borders, mass immigration by these very same people that are pushing all these anti-white policies, right? Um, so anyway, uh, which leads me to this story, too, out of... Uh, <laughs> the New York Times, uh, Charles M. Blow, perfect name for this, Charles Blow, he's writing some wonderful pieces. Um, we're edging closer to civil war. And he writes in the piece here, uh, he, he's right, again, kind of like Chris Verufo, I guess, does that drawing the parallels to like this era, going back a little bit further, I guess, you know, like, you know, like the 18, late 1800s and stuff like that. Charles M. Blow says, uh, I too see many uneasy parallels between what was happening nearly 200 years ago and what is happening now. I see this country on the verge of another civil war. And this war won't be only about the subjugation of black people. It's a, that's not how I see this at all. It's actually the subjugation of white people. But okay, sure, Blow, go on but also about the subjugation of all who challenge the white racist patriarchy. Yeah, that's totally what's happening right now in the mainstream culture. It's totally it's totally the white racist patriarchy that, that's um, excluding everyone else from it. It goes on here. It will seek to push back against all the others, black people, immigrants, Muslims, Jews, LGBTQ people, and yes, women, particularly liberal ones, he writes in the piece. Uh, which is like a complete inversion of reality. Maybe not the last part, but what you're actually seeing is a teaming up of all the groups that I mentioned against white people. At least they're trying to do that. And some regards, they're more successful uh, at that than in other regards, right? Uh, but it, for the most part, that that does seem to uh, to work pretty well. Then, of course, if, if you pull out white people from that or like the co common enemy, then they swiftly, of course, turn on, on, on themselves and their own infighting begins between the different groups kind of so with, <laughs> with jk rowling and stuff right the turf accusations are back on again because what was it basically in the uk it was like uh, um men men with penises who claims they are women who rape women are going to be criminally prosecuted as women and then they're also going to be placed in women prisons if they're sentenced <laughs> and she was like I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, J.K. Rowling totally deserves that. She is, she has made her bed and now she has to lay in it. It's it's goodly, haha, you know, kind of thing, right? 
Um, but she's right, of course. This is complete lunacy. But that she she just wanted this much of the lunacy. Can we stay? The, can we have this much lunacy? I, I was good at this much idiotic lunacy. And then she's battling with a group that wants this this much lunacy. You know, and then it goes on from there. Um, so that's where it's at, right? But uh, bottom line, I think Charles M. Blow is technically correct in the sense that I think there is, it kind of is a, a cold civil war raging already. Where the majority of the American institutions have turned against the majority of, of the population. That, st- that still is the majority for the population. Give him a, a decade or so and, and it won't be. If you go down in the ages, of course, below 15, then white people are not a majority. European Americans are becoming a minority among those age groups. Uh, which is devastating for the country and for the makeup and for the future and where things are going to go, etc., right? But yes, they're ramping up a dehumanizing language in the mainstream media. That's what's leading to things such as the Waukesha anti-white terrorist attack and things like this, right? Uh, but you will see no discussions about a- accountability when it comes to the mainstream media of what they're doing as a catalyst uh, to to spur and to trigger these events. In fact, they deny it and they think it's a good thing. Look, they want you dead and they want to take uh, take take your take your kids. <laughs> that's 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 the goal. That's the goal. So one of the first things he does mention in the piece is the Supreme Court decision uh allowing abortion providers in Texas to continue challenging a new law that bans most abortions in the state after about six weeks of pregnancy. But while the conservative majority didn't close the door on abortion in Texas completely, the degree to which it's cracked open allows in only a sliver of light. So even that they, they shot it down, the supposed Trump-appointed so-called conservative judges on the Supreme Court shot that down, right? So they, they couldn't even give them that. So that's one of the first, it's interesting, this is one of the first things that he mentions in an article about how we're edging closer to a civil war, the abortion issue, which is just so important to them. Uh, But in one way, sometimes you can agree with liberals, but maybe for the wrong reasons. And I'll show you a picture, uh, sorry, a video uh, of that right now. Uh, Presumably, these are the kinds of women that conservatives... Uh, want to essentially force uh, having uh, babies uh, if and when they're pregnant. And, uh, well, I'm not s- not so sure that's a good idea. I'm Queen City Feminist, and I'm standing in front of Compass Care, which is nestled on Eggert Road in Williamsville. And this is a crisis pregnancy center. This place lies to vulnerable pregnant people and gives them misinformation about abortion, and uses stigma and shame in a very discreet kind of way to make people keep pregnancies that they did not intend to keep. Today, the Supreme Court is hearing Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization. And let me tell you, fuck the Supreme Court. We are going to have abortions with or without their consent. And abortion pills are the way of the future. We don't need a crisis pregnancy centers. We don't need the Supreme Court. We don't need anybody but abortion pills and online services to mail us these pills. And we can have our reproductive justice and freedoms in our own hands and do it ourselves. So fuck this place. Fuck the Supreme Court. And abortion pills, 
forever. Uh, I agree. Uh, go on, have them. Please have them. Can you please have them? Uh, not the babies, the, the pills, right? Um, I mean, many of these people have they have mental issues and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, they're they're mutants of sorts, right? As many people are arguing that uh, they have issues, they have pr- problematic issues, right? And and I'm not sure that uh, being parents would be the best thing for them in their condition, right? So in this regard, I, I think uh, I think we should let them have uh, what they want. I, I'm not I'm not opposed. To, look, look, it's it's. I mean, in all seriousness, it's it's insane that we've reached the point where we now have civilization that is literally killing millions of 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 our own children and babies. Right? That's 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 insane uh, on the face of it. But it is what it is, and and to a certain extent. And but even the dialogue that they're having that that somehow killing babies is a reproductive right, <laughs> the way they phrase that, which is which is incredible, right? Like we should have a right to kill these babies whenever we want to, right? We had, you know, we mentioned many times, but like the Virginia governor Northam, right, talking about how like resuscitating babies and then kill them and stuff, euthanize them, and of course this is a huge industry. The 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 primary reason why I'm against it. Uh, the abortion industry is is maybe not because I want to priv- uh, uh, how do I phrase this is not because I'm so eager to have women like this uh, having having a lots of kids, uh, but because of the medical experiments and the torture and the pain and the suffering and the demonic stuff that's happening on the back end of this industry, medical experimentations, stem cell research, genetics research, who even knows what happens to some of these parts of these ba- no, none of these babies deserve to go through any of that so i'm not trying to say that this is like the, the best thing i think that the ideal thing is to prevent to getting to that state already right they're, they're, they're trying to act like these women have no responsibility they can just go out and, and excuse the language folks but fuck whoever they want and then but no consequences for that behavior and we and if something unforeseen happens whether you know don't absolutely don't want to have this baby then it's their right to murder this baby at any at any point in the pregnancy which is again i i that's insane i recognize that right uh, but the back end the money in this and stuff right remember the, there was storage coming out now uh uh pittsburgh i think it was a university pit you they call it for short or, or yeah i think it was that where they were keeping these fetuses and babies uh, alive when they sever uh, the arteries to some of the organs that they're harvesting and stuff like that. I mean, the most demonic, disgusting things you can ever imagine. Absolutely sick, right? Uh, Pagan Bear says, problem with getting rid of abortion is that there would be about 48% more blacks than there are today as of 2019. What would you think of that? Yes, it's about the demographic, of course, of who... I th- is that... I've heard that too, the statistics, uh, racial, is it more uh, blacks are doing abortions than white women or something like that? Um, I'm not sure how it parses out by race, but uh, again, the problem I think is more of the mentality of those, the the problem is the mentality of those people that they're screaming for it is, are, are like, many of them are just mentally insane. I mean, it, it's just no other way of putting that. They're crazy. And again, just even when you put yourself in a position where you think it's your human right to kill your baby or something, just because, you know, you are making bad choices and done stuff that that has consequences. 
that in and of itself should be the red flag, right? Um, but yeah, so so you know, the, but, but so the point here is, so I want to raise too is like that. This is like this here. I'm Queen City feminist, and I'm standing in front of Compass Care, which is what the conservatives are are, are fighting for. It's are, are they on the are they on the right side? <laughs> this is what's so funny about the discussion. It's it's like. It feels like there's some sort of third way out of these situations that's like between or out through or above, whatever you want to call it, uh, the the fake wings of the bird that is more sane and more uh, more uh, reasonable. I mean, ultimately, it's like, you know, you could you could go the it's not really it's not a libertarian way. But again, like again, if you had if you had freedom of association, you could have you could have communities of any of any race anywhere. Right. And no one could fuck with you about that, essentially. But that's not where we're at right now. It's like now everyone else can have this, but whites cannot. That's that's the only that then that's what we draw the line in sand. White people can't have anything that we've had in the past, right? So is that the is that the the right solution by these conservatives? I guess so. They're fighting they're fighting hard to integrate and to uh, you know m- make sure that everyone is 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 uh, forcefully mixed, <laughs> and then and then having these. Uh, uh, these women not being able to have uh, the uh, ac- access to their precious uh, health care, as, as they would phrase it, right? All right. Uh, Virginian Drifter says, Did Ronald McDonald leave an illegitimate child for the world to spre- uh, sp- spread wokeness and abortion propaganda? Are you talking about the, uh, the, the wonderful woman in the, uh, in the video? I think you might be. Yeah, didn't Ronald McDonald have like a, their own... Uh, hospitals and stuff, right? And they had the even like cancer wards or cancer hospitals, something for kids, right? And it's like very, it's very actually very creepy what they're doing there. Uh, some people said there was other, uh, there were other stuff going on there than uh, meets the eye, as it were. Uh, thank you, Virginian Drifter. Appreciate that. All right, so let me see what else we have here. Former Danish. Let me click over here. More crazy stuff, right? Happening in our countries. Former Danish minister to be sent to prison for sixty days. For opposing child marriages. Mm. In this day and age, some reports are so hard to believe that they sound like there's something out of the Babylon Bee. In Denmark, the new socialist government has convened a kangaroo court and sentenced the former integration minister to a, uh, her name is Inger Stoiberg, sentenced her to a 60-day prison term for what essentially comes down to opposing child marriages. And, and and actually, when you re, when you rephrase that, this is the BBC article that they link to here, right? Now the BBC says for asylum separations, right? But then when you drill down into that, it's a dishonest headline. You realize that one of the policies that they had, or one of the reasons for that, was because they don't want people from these cultures that are coming to our Western countries um, to not only marry. There's a, a and an implicit subtextual meaning in this too, right? If you talk about child marriages, you ultimately talk about sex, right? That's what that, that. I mean, what else? What else is there beyond like, okay, sure, they're married or whatever, but what, what's the outcome of that? Well, it's sex, it's kids, all these things, right? Which essentially you could say, if they're underage, that's pedophilia, right? So you could even rephrase that and say, she's jailed for sixty days. For opposing sex with children. (laughs) 
that's essentially where it is. That's how insane it is. You, how dare you, Inge Stoyberg, come along and say that these wonderful traditions of these wonderful people coming in, that they can't rape kids if they want to. How dare you do that? That's, that's basically what it is. There's no other way you can read between the lines of, the, of what's happening here. Stoyberg was responsible for immigration law under the previous liberal conservative government from 2015 to 2019 and gained international fame when she advised the Middle Eastern newspaper warning um, yeah, warning against applying for asylum in Denmark. They had, I mean, Denmark had been somewhat more reasonable on certain immigration issues. They have, many reports have come out of Denmark of, of how much money they save each year for being more strict on immigration and stuff like that, right? Which the, the rest of the West have been able to refer to and say, well, look at Denmark. They're saving $2.5 and they're a small country, small population. Um, so scale that up a bit, you know, like for, for, for not accepting as many immigrants, like, for example, like Sweden does, right? Anyway, she also campaigned against child marriage. In 23 cases, child brides were separated from their tormentors, which is now outrageous by the, uh, the socialist government in Denmark, right? It's completely unacceptable that child brides are housed with their husbands in Danish asylum centers, Stoiber wrote in February 2016 on Facebook. This has to be stopped, and I will notify the Danish immigration authorities immediately. Now, why do they need to come at all? That, that's, that's the next step to this. Is it great, you know, stop that shit. That's, that's crazy. And if you want to come to our countries, you when in Rome, do like the Romans. You, you obey our, our rules, our culture, our way of life, right? Yes. But if they want, why, why do they have to come then? Do you go and do your thing in your country? Go, go, go do it over there, okay? And even then, it's like, you know, with America dropping bombs in Afghanistan for all that time, it's like you're just right back to uh, Baja Bazir, right? Or Bazir Bashari, whatever it was called, the, the, the boy. The boy diddling that they're doing there, right? Stoiber has now been sentenced by a special court set up by the new Social Democratic majority in parliament, which consists of one-half politicians and one-half judges. It's, the only, uh, it's only the second time that this questionable instrument of blatant politicization of the justice system has been used in the past 100 years. I'm very, very surprised, I have to say, said Stoiber after the ver verdict was announced. This makes Stoiber the first political prisoner uh, child protector in Europe, the first political prisoner child protector in Europe. So-called human rights groups like Amnesty International and Human Rights Watch remain silent. Of course, of course they do. This is um, they want to make sure that the the raping of the kids uh, continues even in uh, even in asylum homes. Uh, that's what this is uh, all about, right there. Uh, spiteful mutants. Uh, over on Odyssey says, you can only invert humanity for so long. We must have no compassion as we revert to natural law uh, with, within parentheses, white ascendancy. Uh, resist or cease to exist, brothers. Well, that's what uh, is at stake here. They are trying to kill us. Uh, They're trying to get rid of us. And there's no uh, really no other way of uh, looking at that. Uh, they are seeking to replace us for now, but I'm sure that this will take more even stronger actions and measures eventually. And in a way, you could say it already is. It already has, right? Uh, so, yeah, crazy, uh, crazy times. Uh, here's another story out of the UK, and then we'll do a, a... I think we have a COVID segment here. Oh, I do want to get to the metaverse as well. This is, I'm going to try to move through a little quicker on this here. Dismissed as racist homophobes, the family who tried to save Star Hobson, who's uh, uh, gr grandparents of a child, a toddler, whose injuries were ignored five times by social services, this is in the UK, 
after gypsy lesbian stepmother convinced workers that the great-grandparents who raised the alarm were just troublemakers. Social services were called at least five times over the killer, uh, over the killer couple's actions, but they believed lies from Frankie Smith, 20, and Savannah Brockhill, 28. Smith stars mother and Brockhill presided over, over reen, a reen of cruelty to the girl. They hoodwinked social workers that her injuries were from clumsy accidents. During one visit, Star were so dazed, uh, she walked into a sofa. Oh my God! Walked into a sofa in view of social workers. Bradford City Council uh, head of Children's Services Mark Douglas has now resigned. Well, there's more should happen to him than that. They're ignoring this. A local child safeguarding practice practice review will be published in the new year. So here's the uh, little girl here, one of the grandparents who was trying to warn that they're abusing the little girl and this lesbian crazy lesbian couple uh, ultimately killed this little girl. It's it's insane, and he, he's talking. It's just a it's a really hard story to uh, to talk about. But here's the 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 psycho lunatics. What I'm talking about again. Maybe these some of these people they they shouldn't have kids. You know what I mean? Like the holy crap! It's it's just insane. So there's some videos of that, but it, you know I'll I'll move along here. It's just it's just so insane. Insane times. All right. Okay. So so we're going to the next story here. It's just. Fuck, it's just more and more of this shit. Um, Time Magazine uh, named the the vaccine um, developers, I guess, became the, uh, the, the heroes of the year. Uh, here's a front cover here. Vaccine scientists and the miracle of mRNA. And of course, of course they have to put the... Uh, uh, the uh, the the ethnic person because white white people are not ethnic you see uh, the ethnic person to the forefront here too the miracle workers no one knows for sure where the virus came from yeah no can know we can't know that I have a little video here too we'll take a look oh it's five minutes I guess we can look a little little bit at that. It could have been the murky depths on one hundreds of the bat caves scattered across China. Yeah, maybe and the people that walked into them to like dig them out. In either case, they go on. They talk about the different variants and stuff, or where it comes from. It had to ride in something. A virus being just a bundle of genetic material wrapped in a bundle of proteins needs the machinery of living things to reproduce. It's in the dark caverns of bodies that it contains continues to shift shape, finding new ways to spread and thrive. And it's only with the miracle cure of the vaccine that we've managed to fight. But we, if everybody globally just would get vaccinated with the mRNA experimental gene therapy, uh, we would be uh, everything would be uh, fixed. Let's uh, listen a bit to this uh, video here. I haven't heard this before. I think vaccines are misunderstood, and maybe it's because it seems like magic. That simplicity and the mystery of it is something that ends up creating a lot of skepticism. Well, but it's... People are... First of all, it's not a vaccine in the classic sense. We've been over this. That's why people partially oppose it, because it's new and it doesn't look good. The stuff that we know so far, but whatever. ...are fooled by the speed. Everything that we knew when it was time to design a vaccine for COVID-19, we knew for so long, but the public had just become aware of it. If this uh, would happen I'm two sorry, years ago... I'm sorry, let me, let me go back there. What did she say? Because I have to say, because he said, the previous guy said, oh, the speed fools people. And then he realized, 
Well, the speed has not fooled people at all. This guy says that. They've been working on, um, remember 1998, or what was it? The first uh, patent for an S-spiked uh, uh, vaccine by Pfizer, right? The, the patent trail is long, very long. Many, many years they've worked on this. That's why they rolled it out so fast, too, partially. Let me see what he said there again. Ruled by the speed. Everything that we knew when it was time to design a vaccine for COVID-19, we knew for so long, but the public had just become aware of it. No, that's not a lie. She, she's right. She actually is revealing uh, uh, some of it, that they had worked on it for a long time. They had much, a lot of data on this. To, because, again, of course, the best way to predict the future is to invent it. And that's what these people did. <laughs> they even warned us that yeah, flu, global flu pandemic over and over. Fauci, Tedros from the UN, all these people, they knew about it. Pfizer had been working on it. NIH had been funding some of this work. Moderna had been working on it forever. It's, it was all known, right? All known. This uh, would happen two years ago. We would not be ready. Saying that happened uh, that's, over. That's actually wrong, but whatever. Not. It took two, three decades at least. 2021 was the year when so many praised the miracle of vaccine development. In science, there is hardly ever a simple quick fix, but this was truly a moment of the right fix, a brand new kind of vaccine. It's like uh, hidden figures all over again. Technology at exactly the right time. I started out in math and I moved to biology and after medical school, I saw one of the first cases of HIV in Tennessee back in 1982. And so the first part of my career was trying to understand the immunology of vaccine against disease and trying to make vaccines safer. I got interested in science when I was 16 years old. I was hooked on the idea that you could go to work and discover something that no one else in the world knows on any given day. It seems at 16 I thought that maybe I will be a scientist. <laughs> I was always working with mRNA, I mean, for 30 years at least, and I was never wanted to develop vaccine. I wanted to develop it for therapy. When I first came to Penn from the NIH, pure luck hit, where I met Katie Carrico over a Xerox machine, and she told me she worked on RNA and she could help us with our vaccine. Every experiment doesn't work. Every hypothesis isn't good. It was a continuous flow of negative feedback. But we saw the potential of the RNA, and neither of us would give up. Although mRNA can teach our cells to fight infection, it took... Well, it still doesn't work unless your goal, of course, is to uh, <clears throat> severely injure and later kill people or shut down their immune system. Then it's working very, very well, but uh, designed to do what they claimed that it would do it has not managed to do, and that's why you have booster shots. It, the very the very blatant, open, right out in the open, in-your-face failure of this program is evident by the rollout of so-called boosters, right? Well, it, did, it didn't work, and it didn't do what it was supposed to do, so let's give you more of the thing that didn't work, right? It's the only time, what, a, a product also it's the uh, uh, maybe it's not the only time but it's fascinating to see and i'm sure they'll you know uh, we might not even watch the whole thing we don't have time I have a lot of other things to get to 
But at some point, they'll probably bring up vaccine hesitancy in this and, and how do we vaccinate everyone? And, you know, they, they're constantly working on getting all everybody vaccinated, right? But it's the only product, as far as I know, that the people that are taking the product are blaming the people that didn't take the product for why the product doesn't work. You follow that? The people who didn't take a product are being blamed by the people who took the product. And they're saying, well, you're the reason that the product is not working. <laughs> that's, that's where we're at. It's amazing times. Took doctors Carrico and Weissman 16 years to figure out how to use it safely in a vaccine. First, when I made this RNA, actually, I did not tell uh, Drew Weissman, my colleague, because I thought that maybe I mixed up something. So I repeated the experiment and we could see that, that there was no inflammation in human cells. We're both scientists. We're not baseball players who cheer when we hit a home run. We knew that it had great potential. But you know, what we thought about is, what are we going to do with it? Meanwhile, doctors Corbett and Graham spent years unlocking the structural secrets of viruses. Right. One of the really important right. problems in corona. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Well, whatever. Great. Great piece. Magnificent. Thank you, Time, uh, for doing that. <clears throat> Appreciate that. Another dude, by the way, too, that was uh, mentioned was um, little Elon. Elon Musk became the uh, Time Magazine 2021 Person of the Year. The magazine's editors have chosen the billionaire entrepreneur as the person who has the most influence over the last 12 months. Yeah, well, he also tops that, uh, uh, you know, 12 <clears throat> from from two weeks to flatten the curve to uh, two years to uh, flatten humanity graph that we had uh, shown there a couple of uh, days days back. Right. Remember that? Where did they go again? Uh, the top the top earners after the pandemic, and of course Elon Musk was one of the uh, top earners there, Bill billions and billions. Uh, I can't find that now. You guys remember? You saw it, right? Just the incredible amount of money that these people have made, and Elon was uh, was top. I have to find it later. Then uh, I can't see it now. But uh, anyway, yeah. And he also, I mean, he has a bunch of other <clears throat> really scary things going. This is takes us away from the pandemic for a little bit, but uh, the Neuralink thing. I mean, from the Starlink to Neuralink, do you, do you think there's a reason? Uh, is an accident that they're both as link in the end? Neuralink, Starlink? No, they, all these systems are meant to link up eventually. The 5G, uh, just permanent frequency bath that we'll all be in eventually. Uh, will be the operator of the Internet of Things, the Internet of Bodies, and eventually there'll be human-brain interfaces. That's what they're working on with Neuralink. The brain implants of actual chips in the brain that physically connects with the brain, I still think that's old-school technology. They're working on much more sophisticated, remote uh, ways of doing this now. But whatever, it's not stopping Musk. He's going to move ahead here. People still actually believe he's some kind of rebel, <laughs> like so, an outsider. He's fighting the man. He smokes weed on Joe Rogan's show. He's cool. Uh, absolute bullshit. He's a he's a front man for the most disgusting, nefarious things you can ever imagine. And 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 there's still a a large segment of the population who otherwise are somewhat questioning on some issues, who's swallowing this guy hook, line, and sinker. Right. So he said, um, he will start with implanting microchips in humans brain in 2022 so next year uh, which is later than he anticipated we've shown some videos from that of course they have done tests on monkeys we've shown some of those videos and stuff like that real scary stuff but this is the next level to their transhumanistic goals 
this is the, the, the whole, again, the whole 5G thing is about this, connecting everything, Internet of Things, Internet of Bodies. Uh, eventually, avatars, robots are going to be controlled. If everything's going to have an IP address. Everything's going to know about everything else and stuff like that. They're just, this is a nightmare grid that these people are building. And Musk is at the forefront of that. You know, he's doing the space, all these space launches and stuff. And like, oh, he's such a cool, you know, cool entrepreneur and stuff. But uh, anyway, there he is. Uh, front cover of uh, Person of the Year by Time Magazine. You wouldn't end up on there if you don't, if you're not part of the, <laughs> if you're not part of the system, if you're not part of the agenda, you wouldn't be on that co cover right there. Okay, all right. That's just that, that's all you have to all you have to know about that guy, basically. Uh, but we need to do a deep dive on him at at some point, right? Moderna chief warns Delta and Omicron could combine to create monster virus, which is funny because if you combine the letters of it, right, it actually spelled media control, Omicron and uh, Delta, which is <laughs> funny. So now they're talking about this. Somehow we will combine and it will be terrifying, right? Um, so they're pushing this is out of the UK, but uh, no, they're pushing this real hard. Paul Burton made the comments while addressing the House of Commons Technologies and Science Committee members on Tuesday. He claimed that it was possible for someone to contract both variants at the same time. Certainly gives an opportunity for the two viruses to call to what we could call recombinate or recombinate, meaning they could begin to share genes and to swap genes over. So that's going to be it's going to be much worse. We're going to have a uh, <clears throat> you know an outcome of these two. Um, we'll just call the variant media control at the end. Uh, stay in the UK. The unvaccinated have become a lethal liability we can ill afford. Anne McElvoy uh, wrote this. And again, it harkens back to this. Hardcore anti-vaxxers may need to be de-radicalized uh, like terrorists. That's uh, that's where this is going here. Uh, thank you, uh, lady, for pointing that out. And so basically, you know, she goes through here in the article that basically uh, we need... Uh, to get to work on these people because they're the danger. The, uh, the again, the people that did not take the product are the reason why those who took the product have not gotten a successful product. Uh, of course, usual uh, usual suspects. World Economic Forum. Uh, Anne McEnvoy is uh, is part of the part of the club. That's why she writes articles like this. Um, if there was time, I would show a video about the. Uh, the young global leaders that were started by the uh, World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab in particular. A lot of people on there, like uh, Jacinda Ardern. And if we have time later today, we'll, we'll play a clip with her too. Um, here, look at this one. FDA colludes with the U.S. Postal Service to destroy ivermectin shipments. <laughs> it's like this is the next level of the censorship. People have been talking about this too. Like if you're banned from everything from everywhere, like, okay, maybe letters at the end will be some way to communicate. No, then they will come in and they will ban certain mail. Right? I mean, for now it's contained to medications, but this means, again, this sets the tone, means other things could come in the wake of that. They'll, they'll have the U.S. Postal Service and other postal services around the, the world go in and, and ban certain sh shipments. It's incredible. FDA letter shows inbound shipments of ivermectin uh, intercepted at international ports of entry. Here's uh, the uh, the letter right here on a, on a tweet. This is just incredible, right? The FDA is working with the post office to hold packages containing ivermectin. The FDA could better use its resources to, I don't know, publicly release the do documents submitted by Pfizer to license its mandate liability-free vaccine earlier than 20, oh, sorry, 75 years from now. That's uh, that's a good point here. But yeah, here's the, uh, the letter. Ay, 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 ay. Um, 
this was a pretty good article too. It's basically just summarizing many of the things that we've talked about. If the vaccine is so great, why are so many people dropping dead? <laughs> They're pointing out that this is a, is a mystery. All over America and all over the world, cardiac arrest, heart inflammation, heart attack deaths are exploding. Young athletes are dropping right on the field. Star soccer players in Europe are dropping dead in the middle of the games. Referees, coaches, and even fans in the stands are having cardiac emergencies. It's something no one has ever seen before. It's an epidemic. What do all of these victims have in common? They have all been vaccinated. In America, the media are filled with reports of hospital emergency rooms and intensive care units overwhelmed with seriously ill patients. From coast to coast, there are so many sick people lined up that there aren't enough beds or nurses. Sick patients are lying on gurneys along the hallways. Doctors and medical experts call it a mystery why so many Americans are sick. That's true. That's the NPR piece, right? Super, there's a super flu or super cold. More people are turning up sicker than ever. We... Doctors have no idea what's going on. They can't understand what's happening. But I can solve the mystery. I believe that these are COVID-19 vaccine-related injuries that are overwhelming ERs and ICUs. The very illness that are most prevalent in these mysterious health emergencies, heart attack deaths, cardiac arrest, strokes, blood clots, multiple organ failure, are all the same COVID-19 vaccine side effects listed in the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. What a coincidence. And um, case in point, two new ones, soccer players, uh, came out here. The first one out the gates is a football player called uh, Martin Terrier or Terrier uh, of the uh, French League One, the, like, number, the top league in France. Uh, he had to leave the field after only playing for about 30 minutes of a game. This is Sunday night. Uh, because he was having breathing problems, right? This is, again, breathing problems, lung issues, heart issues. He's the third professional player in just one week now to have similar type of effects, right? We've seen players literally holding over their heart, pointing to their heart, walking away. And the ma mass media out there is still pretending that this is just a coincidence. It's, there's nothing going on here. This is, it's, it's totally fine. Here's another one uh, of a um, player that uh, is quitting. Barcelona's Sergio Aregu, uh, who's retired from football due to heart conditions. Listen. I've decided to stop playing professional football. It's a very difficult moment. For the decision that I made, I've taken it for my health. That's the main reason I've made this decision. Because of the problem that I had a month and a half ago. Yep, there you go. And it ends right there. Total coincidence. There's nothing. What even is? What even is this? What even is what even is heart issues anyway? It doesn't really it doesn't really exist. It's not really an issue. So to follow up on this, I have an interesting clip here I want to play you. Now this is a, it's a short clip. You know, again, we floated this idea last week of like, you know, what what are viruses, uh, germ theory versus terrain theory, right? There's two different, you know, kind of com it's not really competing ideologies because one is just being censored. If you actually search for ter terrain theory, 
one of the first things that come up, of course, predictably on Google is um, germ theory denialism. <laughs> it's what comes. You, you know, there's always a red flag when like you're not allowed to even look or like read the, what the other side say first. It needs to be immediately uh, shunned, uh, dismissed, ridiculed, and debunked, kind of thing, right? But anyway, I don't know what the right thing, what the right answer is here. We're just throwing out different things. Because uh, yeah, well, I would think this though, you know, if, if the virus theory is not real, then what are these scientists working on in these laboratories? Are there is there other things? Is it what they think? Is it you know, there's all these other kinds of questions, right? But so anyway, so let's let's jump back on the official story here and say, well, it is what they, they claim that it is. It's just let, but let's talk about the origin story or what it what it is and what it does, right? What the purpose of it was even. Um. Now, I would still throw into the mix of this discussion, and we'll talk about this article you see on the, or the, we'll play this clip regarding the article that I'm showing here in a moment. I would still argue, like, if it if it's a if it's a bioweapon, it's not very well made, right? Because it was like such a high survival rate. But then at the same time, you've seen the mutation of it over time, and and either that's natural. Or it's unnatural because of the vaccination, which puts an evolutionary pressure on this virus, whatever, you know, it is. And so maybe part of that, it as a kind of a bioweapon, would be that it either transforms over time, which is the goal of it or point of it, or this was a fraud. It was a, an overblown hoax back in 2020 when they first started rolling. I mean, what happened to some of these videos that we saw out of China? Things like that never, as far as I know, happened in the West. People keeling over. Remember the story about the two Chinese people that turned black? What what was that? Was it was what was this one of those Chinese like? Yeah, the, this will think this will make those racist Westerners scared. <laughs> They think they're going to turn into Africans if they get this virus. Look at how scary this is. I mean, who knows, right? What would even happen with it? What was that, right? Super high survival rate and stuff. And then, and then, and then the solution to this non virtually non-existent problem is introduced. The vaccine or the, the mRNA technology, right? And all of a sudden we see massive issues and big problems and maybe that's even the introduction of the actual toxin, right? Who knows which way this parses up. But there was an interesting tidbit here, and we've talked about, you know, this is a genetically uh, specific bioweapon. There's been other stories where people talked about the susceptibility of uh, Indian people. I think I read a study out of the UK or someone linking to a study on Twitter mentioning this. But here's another clip circling out a couple of other groups when it comes to the ACE2 receptors and what is known as upregulation of the ACE2 pathways. And that's what this article is talking about here. New insights into genetic susceptibility of COVID-19 and ACE2 and TMPRSS2 polymer polymorphism analysis. So apparently the, the spiked protein, which allegedly this vaccine instructs your body to produce when you've been jabbed, varies in severity depending on what race you are. So here's a clip of a doctor. I forget her name now, but we've played clips with her in the past. Listen to what she says and what groups she mentions. Pay attention. From this vaccine, what do we find out about the spike protein? The spike protein turns out that it's very specific to humans. There's ACE2 pathways both in sperm and in the human ovary. 
this talks about genetic susceptibility of the virus, meaning that this thing is racially specific. So if you're looking at ovaries, I, I'm going to tell you, this, this is not something that everybody wants to talk about. But if you're looking at somebody's ovaries, here's the way it's going to go that your genetic susceptibility goes up by race. And it's if you're African black, you have a 39% upregulation of your, of your ACE2 pathways. Whites and non-African blacks, like so Caucasians from Europe, it's a 54% upregulation. And then for some reason, Ashkenazi Jews and Amish have zero upregulation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We found that the distribution of deleterious variants in ACE2 differs among nine populations in G Genome AD, specifically 39% and 54% of deleterious variants in ACE2 occur in African slash African American, well that's still African, and non-Finnish European, ah Finnish are being singled out here, sorry Finns non-Finnish European populations, respectively. Prevalence of de deleterious variants among Latino admixed American as East Asians. They go through a couple of different ones, right? But that's what she's mentioning there. Uh, while Amish and Ashkenazi Jews populations do not appear to carry such variants in the ACE2 coding regions. All right. All right. Whatever you say. All right. So anyway, I don't know what's driving this. I don't know what the source of this is. We're 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 playing defense. There's nothing wrong with revealing contradictory information or saying one day like, okay, well, you know, let's talk about this. Is it is it all a sham? Or if it's real, what's driving it? Does ivermectin work? Well, it's a fraud. How does I, how then does ivermectin work? Right? There's all these contradictions, which is which is what you're left with when you have no idea of what's going on and you're in the dark and when you're playing defense, you're being you're be, we're being attacked on every front, on every uh, uh, you know on every issue almost right now. And here's a potential medical source for for it too. But, but again, you can pull back and say, okay, well, what's what, the death rates and all these these things of this thing? I still think the I still think the 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 supposed cure for this thing is worse than the actual disease. But this is interesting uh, because I mean I equate at this point when they say susceptibility of COVID nineteen, uh, what they're talking about then in part not not only the the spike protein, but that's in part of what it is, right? COVID-19, the, the, the toxic part of that, or whatever you want to call it, right, the spike protein, is what the vaccine creates. So you get a very much of the same effects. I mean, the vaccine is worse because that also has the liposomal envelope and stuff. That's what's slicing through arteries and, you know, creating micro blood clots and then leads to big, bigger blood clots, things like that. There's many other issues with it, right? So it adds a layer to it. But that can mean this is a specific bioweapon that's targeting white people, according to this. Essentially, essentially, uh, because we have the ones apparently with the most ACE2 uh, receptor uptake. Was that the language? <laughs> upper, sorry, upper regulation of ACE2 pathways. That's what it is. 
uh, as non-Finnish whites. Sorry, Finnish, but maybe that means you're, you're, you're in a better spot, Finns. Good for you. All right, so, um, you know, that takes us back to this thing again, you know, circling back around to this. This is a published article today here from The Telegraph, Wuhan lab leak, now the most likely origin of COVID, MPs told. Dr. Alina Chan, Chan says there is also risk that COVID-19 is an engineered virus. Now, who would be engineering it? For what reason? Who paid them? Who's the people behind it? It's not only Wuhan. It's not only China. There's a lot of other f- fingers in this pie. It's Dr. Barrick. It's Peter Dazak. It's Fauci. And then all the people that they work for. All the people that's funding this. All the patents. All these things. right? But wouldn't it be interesting if it turns out that white people are more susceptible to this than any of the other groups out there? Wouldn't that be something? Yep. Scary stuff. So now they're floating the lab leak theory again, and that's back in the... Well, again, it's at least out of the UK. They're floating that. And again, if it's a leak, it's probably not an accident, right? Meanwhile, we have a couple of more things here, and then we're going to wrap up here uh, shortly. But uh, in New Zealand, uh, it turns out that... um, if you are a fan of the uh, ice wide shut type of lifestyle, well, good news for you because uh, 25 person orgies are finally back on the menu. I can confirm that, that Tinder liaisons have reopened. <laughs> Great news for my friend. It's not, it's not strictly embedded in the traffic light system, but um, it is a given up to 25 actually in a red area. Stop. No, no, we are going no further on that line of questioning. Um, Prime Minister, moving things on. There you go. Thank you so much, New Zealand, for that. And, of course, uh, Jacinda Ardern uh, is one of these uh, young global leaders that was part of the Klaus Schwab's um, little, uh, you know, cult uh, World Economic Forum group there. It's actually quite a few of those leaders on there. I think we've talked about that in the past, too. Quite quite a bit of the faces that you see out there again today that are pushing a lot of these things have been funded uh, or, like, brought up by these people, right? They've been essentially raised in this globalist, you know, thing, right? I mean, Jacinda Ardern recently said... As well, that it will was it that it will it will never end. Did we even play that clip? Let's see if I can later with, with the vaccination. I should say. Um, is this the one? No. Well, we played some about misinfo, but anyway, recently she was talking. Yeah, it will never end. It was just it will just go on and on and on. Endless boosters is the the discussion now, right? There's endless boosters. What do you think that will do? What do you think that will do to white people? <laughs> These are race specific. And if it's a COVID nineteen or or the spike protein which the this so called cure produces. Devastating. Devastating. Let me take a couple of these um, super chats real quick here. Virginian drifters say, blowing the lid off of what, uh, uh, with that recent discovery about the spike protein, never put it past the small hats. They are a majority threat to our existence. Yeah, that was that, did you just send that regarding the uh, uh, the clip in the uh, published article we'll play there? Maybe that's what you're referring to. Thank you, Virginian drifter. Lycan Worry says, um, uh, Jews are immune to disease. I'm sure it's just a coincidence. Uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, yeah, to the disease, right? Don't they have other uh, race-specific things like uh, uh, tay or something, right? There's other, like, uh, medical issues that I believe, uh, I think not only Jews, but uh, Ashkenazi Jews specifically and things. Interesting that the Amish <clears throat> are in there, too, because some people, of course, jokingly 
uh, makes up the 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 two groups. <clears throat> but yeah, the wonder what the Amish are doing. I mean, they'll be fine. I mean, think about all the things that th that's happening. Essentially, <clears throat> if they stay off the vaccine, they can run how many gay ops they want to on the food system, on the supply chain, uh, on shutting down people's uh, ability to bank with uh, Operation Poly Polygon. All these things, the Amish will still be there, and they'll be lifting their barns with their, you know, raw manpower hands. <laughs> you know, good for them. Um, yeah, some of the Amish are too pure to get sick. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. All right, so Australia. We're going to wrap up here shortly, guys. But uh, Australia, uh, so a little bit further south here than New Zealand. Uh, the Australian police announces a $13,000 fine and up to six months in prison for unvaccinated people sneezing in public places. Welcoming tougher penalties for unvaccinated customers who target hospitality staff. Anyone that is spitting, coughing or sneezing or threatens to do so, they can be issued with an infringement notice. Finally, there is consequences and we get a little bit more protection for our staff. From December 17, when the vaccine mandate takes effect, fines will range from $1,300 to more than 13000 or six months behind bars. Police will be patrolling and conducting compliance checks. Welcoming tougher penalties for unvaccinated All right. customers. All right. Isn't that nuts? You know what? I, I think there's something with the prison thing here, too, that's coming. Where I think Austria... Uh, when they're doing this, Germany, when they're doing this, and then other European countries are going to begin. I, whoa, 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 what are they doing over there? What do we do? That that seems to work, right? They always have a one country take a little, little slip step in that direction, and then everyone else follows all of a sudden. All of that, at least in the West, right? So what I, well, potentially what I think could happen here, as you get an incremental rise in the fines, if you refuse to take this experimental kill shot, Eventually, they will put you in jail. You don't pay the fines. I think you can pay the fines, and I think you can pay the fines, and you'll be fine. In, in other words, in other words, if you're wealthy, you can just pay the fines, and they'll leave you alone. <laughs> How about that? Very crazy, but okay. Let's assume you don't pay. They come and they come and they they grab you. Sorry, you haven't paid your fines. You're gonna go into jail. You become a ward of the state at that point, and, and, and I, will, I think that it will be the law that if you are going to serve time in a prison, you have to be vaccinated in that prison. Isn't, isn't, aren't there things like that in place already? I could be wrong on that. So Austria had said, well, we're not going to take people for, you know, by force and inject them. We're not going to hold you down to the ground and inject you with a shot you know, by force. However, if you go to prison... To be in, legally in the prison, and it's the law that because you, you're you're a criminal now, or you didn't pay the fine, or you're you know, you need to be hauled off to prison. You have to be vaccinated to be in the prison. We'll, we'll see what happens there, but that's one of those things that I feel is is coming. Yeah, so someone says that's already happening in California. Yeah, that's he's, right. Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, maybe isolation. Guys are talking in the chat there too. Maybe they'll them. You have to be in a different type of, uh, you know, facility or a different type of type of prison setting or something if they don't give you the vax. Um, but there are some good uh, things happening as well in Australia. Dan Andrews, we played many clips, many a clips with this guy. Uh, Dan Andrews is ordered to front uh, court for concealing. 
treason and fraud in an extraordinary win by anti-lockdown campaigners who convinced a Bush court to accept a pr uh, private prosecution. Sorry, that's one hell of a headline there. Bush court, is that just that, that it's like out in the bush? <laughs> so was that something else, a legal term? A bush, don't you know what a Bush court is? You're crazy? De uh, Daniel Andrews is accused of concealing an overt act of treason. Fantastic. The matter has been listed with the Myrtleford Magistrate Court on Friday. Mr. Andrews is charged with, but not limited to, concealing treason and fraud. I mean, nothing. I, nothing's going to happen at the end of the day, probably. It's, you know what I mean? At least they're doing it, though. At least they're trying. Hopefully the guy's sweating for a little bit. Um, well, I say Bush Court is the is in the sticks with a kangaroo presiding as judge. So it's a kangaroo court. That's what you're, that's what you're saying. Uh, that's funny. Um, it's a literal kangaroo court. <laughs> the hearing will take place over video link due to ongoing COVID-19. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Naturally. In Victoria, ordinary citizens can pay $87.70. Is that Aussie dollars? And file a criminal uh, charge in court. There he is. Dan Andrews, we got to lock everybody up. They're crazy. The anti-vaxxers are crazy. Dan, you aren't God. That's uh, that's that's on the affirmative. That's a cor correct sign uh, right there. Parliament, scum of Victoria. <laughs> that's pretty good. All right, so we'll see what comes out of this. Comes out of this. Um... But hopefully he, uh, hopefully he gets it, this guy, because he, he totally deserves it uh, with everything that he said. That what is the source of that clip? The the shaking. Does Chad have a source? <laughs> what was the source of that again? I, I, I bet you someone in chat knows exactly what I'm referring to. Does anybody have the source clip for that? And not just like the uh, 40 minute show, but when that like the context of when that actually happened and him shaking his head. I just I, I I've seen it and then but I've missed like what the context was of it. Is is it some uh, lunatic that like wanted everybody vaxxed or whack, vaxxed or something like that? Is that what is that what that was? Um, if if anybody has a link to that, send that to me. Uh, preferably Odyssey chat or the uh, Entropy chat because that's where I'm keeping an eye. It was Dan Andrews is Jewish by the way? Is that what, <laughs> is that what it is? All right, the French general was naming them. What what is this? Here's something. Let me see here. Valet sending one. Let me see. if Is this it? <laughs> yeah, okay. Let me see. What, the, what is this? Oh, so it is in France. Okay. Donc on vous pose la question diplomatique internationale. L'hypothèse d'une fraude importante appliquée à quelques états clés le jour du scrutin est-elle crédible On parle des états unis Mon intime conviction me dit que oui. Car il y a à mes yeux trop d'indices concordants pour permettre à la meute médiatique occidentale dont nous savons qui la contrôle, de me convaincre du contraire. Donc j'ai une question à vous poser. Qui contrôle la motte médiatique J'ai bien envie de savoir également. Général de la Ouarte. Je sais bien. Ah non, je ne sais pas. Qu'est-ce qu'il dit Qu'est-ce qu'il dit Qu'est-ce qu'il dit De me convaincre du contraire. Donc j'ai une question à vous poser. Qui contrôle la motte médiatique Qui contrôle la motte médiatique Général de la Ouarte. Je sais bien. Qui contrôle la meute médiatique dans le monde et en France Mais dit, ben, qui, 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 euh, qui contrôle le Washington Post Qui contrôle le New York Times Qui contrôle euh, chez nous 
BFM TV et, et, et tous les journaux qui, qui viennent s'agrouper autour. Qui Qui sont ces gens Qui Qui Pardon Qui Vous qui parlez de l'EFUS, monsieur. Qui c'est la communauté que vous connaissez bien. Mon Dieu. Ah non, mais alors là, on va pas partir là-dessus. On va arrêter là. How did I miss this? On peut pas laisser dire ça sur l'antenne. How the hell did I miss this? I just remember what if. So that guy. So that guy. Is it? Am I understanding this correct? That the Chad on the on the right here is bringing up who controls the media. Is that what's happening here? Wow, this is okay. <laughs> this is great. This is amazing. All right. Okay, we gotta, we gotta take a look at that one. The hypothesis of a fraud important applied to some states clés the day of scrutiny is credible. We talk about the United States. My intimate conviction tells me that yes, because there are, in my eyes, too many indices concordant to permit the media mediatic occidental that we know qui la contrôle, de me convaincre du contraire. Donc j'ai une question à vous poser. Qui contrôle la contrôle Who controls the media, media. Yes, media. On a envie de savoir également. The media pack, the click in the media. I also want to know who controls the media pack in the world. And in France. But who controls the Washington Post? The New York Times, which controls us. French, French TV and all the newspapers. Krisakis, who is it? Comes, comes as it pleases. Yes, grouped around Krisakis. Does anybody know who that is? Pardon? Qui? Qui? Vous qui parlez de monsieur. Qui? Qui? C'est la communauté que vous connaissez bien. Mon Dieu. Ah non, mais alors là, on va pas partir là-dessus. On va arrêter là. On va arrêter là. Je suis désolé. On peut pas laisser dire ça sur l'antenne. That is fantastic. That is amazing. Okay, that's fantastic. Thank you, Valet, for sending that. That's, that's... Wow, that's great. June! Yeah, wow, that long ago. Holy crap. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. <clears throat> that is gold. That is pure gold right there. <laughs> so they had, uh, where did they go now? The, <clears throat> the Aussie, the based Aussie there had, to <laughs> they know shut it down. <laughs> so that's why they're using that right there. Um, that is great. The rema uh, it remains unclear if Daniel Andrews will be forced to face the private prosecution <laughs> brought on pro by pro protesters. <clears throat> that's okay. So uh, someone knows right there. All right, fantastic. Okay, good stuff. Very good. That's uh, highly entertaining. Okay, <laughs> let's uh, excuse me. <laughs> let's uh, let's play another another good clip here. Uh, this is uh, Ivan Vilibor Sinichik or Sinchik, maybe. He's a member of the European Parliament, um, <clears throat> talking about some of the other inconsistencies here. Um, Let's just listen to that because it's another positive, you know, people pushing back and fighting back. Uh, and then we'll do a little metaverse thing right at the end here. But uh, listen to this. Good stuff. In the beginning, I will reply to President of the Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, who called for a debate on mandatory vaccination. The answer is simple. No, you cannot mandate these medical products. And why you cannot mandate these medical products? Because data and science have shown us um, that these products are 
far, far, very far away from what was promised. I will repeat it over and over again. On 25th of February, in, in here, here in Brussels, in European Parliament, there was a committee and seven directors, CEOs from major pharmaceutical companies from Moderna and AstraZeneca to Pfizer and Novavax were there. And we, as MEPs, had a right to ask them questions about the, their medical products. And they said it had extreme efficiency, 90, 95%, all those high percentages. And nine months later, what we see in the data, what science and statistics shows us, it shows us that the efficiency is far, far less than it was promised. <laughs> so, this is we, <laughs> we, we, as the, on my mind, this is, that's f amazing, gold, incredible. This is the benefit, the efficiency <laughs> is the benefit. And we, there are also costs <laughs> to the benefit. What are the costs? The costs are, all, all, of course, side effects. Every product has its side effects. So what does the science tell us about side effects? That there are more reported side effects, adverse re re reactions to these COVID vaccines than all the other vaccines combined in several decades. We have, a, we have products of questionable quality, and this is why you cannot mandate them. You cannot mandate them. And when it comes to freedom, more and more I feel that our constitutional rights and our human rights have been kidnapped and that we have to pay ransom every six months, one year. Yep. We have to pay ransom to get our freedoms back. This is simply... That's true, my Argentinian friend. Our rights are unalienable. That means that no kidnapper can take them from us. It's as simple as that. And we accept nothing else. Yeah, so someone's uneasy that the, the top the top button is buttoned. No, I'm I'm just uh, joking. He's he's uh, he's great. Uh, this is uh, I think uh, Croat, Croatian, Ivan Vilbor Sinčić Sinčić or something. Um, yeah, I could put that in chat. Someone's asking the name. Let me let me put that in there for you. Uh, there you go. Oh, the wrong keyboard. How about that? There we go. There you got it. That's him. Uh, good stuff. Okay, so we're going to do a quick uh, ending with this little thing here. Uh, we've talked about the uh, <clears throat> metaverse uh, quite a quite a few times, right? The new, uh, literally the uh, the the dead the dead the deadening is here. The dead verse uh, is going to consume us uh, all at some point, unless we resist and oppose and disconnect and uh, create something uh, parallel, something different. Now, they're claiming already here, uh, this is a, an, an early kvetching attempt to, of course, immediately control it out of the gates. So what happened on Facebook, for example, doesn't happen here. Now, they, they're still arguing that Facebook and YouTube and Twitter, they're not censoring enough. These are out-of-control platforms, and there's way too many things flying around that shouldn't be on there. But they're claiming that misinformation has already made its way to the metaverse. We virtual words will be even harder to police than social <laughs> social media. Here we go again. In their version of the metaverse, creators of the startup Sensorium Corporation envisioned a fun-filled environment where your likeness can take a virtual tour of an abandoned undersea world, watch a live stream concert with French DJ Jean-Michel Jarre, or that's that's like 90s. The 1990 
Time for Guru. Wasn't that one of the, No, that's Guru Josh. That's right. It's kind of the same vein, same energy. Or chat with bots such as Leather Jacket Clad Kate. I have no idea what that is. Who enjoys white wine with her, fr her friends? What's, what is this even about? All right, sure. But a demo of this virtual world at a t this kind of like the AI thing. Remember that immediately the AI became racist and it was doing all these uh, presumably very objective things. And the out of control, unnatural, progressive leftist internationalists didn't like that because it was pointing to some actually accurate information and then it has to be controlled and rewritten, right? So it's kind of the same thing here about the metaverse, uh, the deadverse. A demo of this virtual world at a tech conference in Lisbon earlier this year, things got weird. While attendees chatted with these virtual persons, some were introduced to a bald-headed bot named David, who, when simply asked what he thought of vaccines, began spewing health misinformation. <laughs> vaccines, he claimed in one demo, are sometimes more dangerous than the disease they try to prevent. <laughs> that, is that is objectively true. That is absolutely objectively true. And in fact, even Fauci himself, uh, our king and savior and lord and saint, Fauci, has talked about this many times. Uh, let me see if I can find that clip. He said, when, when you're trying to prevent a disease that actually makes it worse, right? I think this is, is this the cut down version? Let me see here. Um, Sorry, guys, I'm doing this on the fly here. We have to, but it's very important, right, that they they can talk about this. But, I mean, now it's a chatbot, but it could be anybody else or anything else. Uh, yeah, this has got to be the one, the vaccine safety. Listen, listen to the, in the beginning here, where the vaccine actually makes the disease worse. That's what he's talking about. Listen to, listen to this here. The issue of safety, something that I want to make sure the American public understand. It's not only safety when you inject somebody and they get maybe an idiosyncratic reaction, they get a little allergic reaction, they get pain. Their safety associated, does the vaccine make you worse? And there are diseases in which you vaccinate someone, they get infected with what you're trying to protect them with, and you actually enhance the infection. There you go. See, so the, the, <laughs> that, and that's t t t true, right? That's true. ADE, uh, autoimmune dependent enhancement. Or it's auto body, no, auto immune. I always get the A wrong. Antibody dependent, that's right. Antibody dependent enhancement. A known medical thing. And presumably that's what this chatbot started talking about. And oh, that's misinformation. That is completely not true. After their creation embarrassingly displaced, David's developer, <clears throat> excuse me, at Sensorium said they plan to add filters to limit what he can say about sensitive topics. So this is right in line with the AI story. That, we've, that we mentioned in the past, right? They actually spew objective things, true, scientific, actual... No, that's not good enough. It needs to be reined in and controlled. But the moment illustrated how easy it might be for people to encounter offensive or misleading content in the metaverse and how difficult it will be to control it. Companies including Apple, Microsoft and Facebook parent Meta Platforms Incorporated are racing to build out the metaverse, an immersive digital world that evangelists say will eventually replace some in-person interactions. The technology is in its infancy, but industry watchers are raising alarms about whether the nightmarish content moderation challenges already plaguing social media could be even worse 
in these new virtual augmented reality powered wor worlds. Okay. So somehow it's even harder, I guess, to like, because now it's like a, it would be like someone running around in the physical town square or something. And like, you need cops in the metaverse to chase these people down or something, or can you just terminate them remotely, presumably or something? Or <laughs> you said offensive, you said something wrong. And they will oh, build your own metaverse, and then you do that, and everyone flocks there, and then oh, the the kvetching begins again, right? So let me uh, let me show you a video here of of the nightmare of what this is. I mean, uh, my recommendation is stay for the for the love of gods or your god, whatever. Stay away from this shit. What, what whatever you do, your kids stay away from this lunacy. Here is two clips that is promoting this new verse that they're that they're pushing on us. Uh, let's begin with this one here. Welcome to a place of limitless possibilities. A place where you can invent things, transform things, create entire worlds, forge new experiences. And work with others. Jetpacks. Here, you can find your community, fellow creators, and virtually hang out in perfect harmony. Going up. So, bring your vision, your artistry. You're genius. Who built a cat boat? And together, we can build Horizon. Brought to you by Pfizer. I should have uh, thrown that in there. Um, yeah, so that's meta for you right there. This is what is that? Why? Why don't they have any legs? I'm not. I, all right. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, I have another one too, and this is even more cringe. This is <laughs> this is an actual promo, like a commercial for like how exciting and fun this will be. Uh, luckily, it, it's, it's the sense I'm getting from it uh, is that a specific group will be excluded from this. And in this regard, I'm again just like going back to that old point when we talked about Christopher Rufo. You know what? I am to if you want to have this space without people that look like me, I'm totally fine with that. Okay. You go, you go ahead, immerse yourself. Uh, have fun. This is the dimension of imagination.
Okay, all righty, whatever. Uh, I'm not sure what that is about, but uh, that's what that's how they're selling this. Apparently, this is <laughs> just some weird jungle painting, and I mean, sure, there's some like the the snake at the tree, and there's all this subversive symbolism in there, of course. And no, no white people, of course. It's super, so it's super diverse. It's extra diverse, ladies and gentlemen, because there's not a single white person in there uh, enjoying this. Uh, so this is this is going to be so much fun. We're going to dance to this music and shake shake our butts. Look at that penguin. Shake, uh, what is it again? Flamingo. Look at that butt-shaking flamingo, right? And then, of course, the, the is that the monkeys that are brought in right there? Is that what that is? Uh, and so such a good music. I just can't, I can't, you know, can't just, can't, uh, can't shake the beat, right? There's the snakes. These shots they're using, too, is like very... Like awful shots, like creepy. Feels like they're like right up their nose from below. It's very, I don't know, it's very strange, very strange the way they're, they're doing that. But all right, anyway, super diverse, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it is, right? Okay, so yeah, misinformation that's already uh, full of that, I guess, for some reason. And this one is very interesting. Second to last thing we'll cover uh, Facebook admits in court that fact checks are just opinion. And, and there it is, right? If, if push comes to shove, if we can corner these people, if we can have it brought up in a court of law, definitions, what is truth, what is tr true, blah, 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 all these things, right? Despite presenting itself to the public as the arbiter of truth, and again, this so this will extend not only to Facebook, but to their meta, all this stuff, right? To keep that in mind, as, as everything is fact-checked around you all the time. Uh Despite presenting itself to the public as the arbiter of truth and guarantor of factual, accurate information, guarding users against so-called fake news and misinformation, Facebook had admitted in court that its fact checks of information frequently aimed at conservatives are nothing more than statements of opinion. The bombshell emerged from a Facebook court battle with John Stossel, who is suing the company for defamation over its decision to add fact check labels to the libertarian pundits videos about climate change. Isn't that interesting? Of course, here you go, right? From page two of Facebook's court filing, emphasis ours. Beyond this threshold section 230 problem, the, company, uh, the complaint also fails to state uh, a claim for defamation. For one, Stossel fails to plead facts establishing that Meta acted with actual malice, which, as public figure, he must. He must, yeah, must establish that point, right? For another, Stossel's claims focus on the fact-check articles written by Climate Feedback, not the labels as, uh, affixed through the Facebook platform. The labels themselves are neither false nor defamatory. To the contrary, they constitute protected opinion. Well, <laughs> well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. If you ever want to have anything, uh, a, a, a home run. As, uh, as, the, as, the, as the Americans would say, uh, there you have it, right there. If it's dragged into court, it's then now it's a, just a matter of opinion. But they'll ruin lives because of it. They'll ruin businesses. They'll boot you off. They'll get you no access, First Amendment, all that stuff, right? Crazy. And even if Stossel's contributed, uh, could attribute cl uh, climate feedbacks separate web pages to Meta. The challenge statements on those pages are likewise neither false nor defamatory. Well, the point, though, is that Meta, or Facebook in this regard, is uh, boosting or de-boosting or amplifying 
and shadow banning content that adheres to these so-called opinions that they're using from a third party, right? Such as from this climate feedbacks, but this there's many other applications as well. Any of these failures would doom Stelz's complaint, but the combination makes any amendment futile. All right. So there you have it. Well, I'm with this. The only way forward. Listen to this. To read this system will destroy itself and it probably will destroy itself much quicker than the systems of the than the systems of the of the 20th century. It will be more intrinsically self-destructive because you know, totalitarianism and mass formation are always, always self-destructive. You can explain this very uh, uh, very well in a, in a, in a, from a psychological point of view, uh, but it's quite complicated. But but uh, uh, they are always self-destructive, and once you realize that, you know that the only thing you have to do is, in one way or another, you have to try to survive outside of the system in a parallel structure and just wait until the system mm. destroys itself. Good man. Uh, he's uh, He's absolutely correct. It doesn't mean you shouldn't fight. It doesn't mean you shouldn't to try to poke at it. Will destroy Excuse me. Let me silence that. Uh, it doesn't mean you can't try, you know, different ways and doing what you can and be a, a samizdat or, you know, take jabs at the, not that those kinds of jabs, but you know what I mean? Stabs, like it's done, at the, at the system, the contradictions, the hypocrisy, all that stuff, un undermine, subvert, do all those things, right? But at the, but at the end of the day, disconnect and 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 try to remove yourself from it because it's its future is is doomed essentially there's there's nothing to save it's it's already dead uh and there'll be a fantastic and amazing opportunity to do something new and to build something new and we need a lot of good people healthy stable normal people to do it all right so hold the line that's what this is about hold the line hang in there survive <laughs> survive that's that's in a way that's all we have to do survive um will it lash out will it be day could it be dangerous sure of course yes uh, no one's denying that uh but but essentially boil down to its simplest essence that that i think is is a correct diagnosis uh, an assessment of the situation kind of thing right all right ladies and gentlemen we're going to wrap up right there thank you so much for joining us today join us over at subscribestar.com slash red ice if you want a membership with us redicemembers.com uh, of course you have other methods you can sign up as well of course uh, but that's a good one we're trying to reach 300 over there so if you want to join us over there support us uh, it does help the show it will also of course contribute to us being able to bring on uh, more people to join us editors we need people helping to uh, pull some stories together edits before shows and so forth uh, making clips helping to upload and stuff like that so we can produce more content and get that up there so we do appreciate you uh, join us over at redicemembers.com uh, sign up for an account over there if you don't have one already. It's quick and easy. All we need is a username and an email. Um, you don't have to put your real name in there or anything like that. Uh, you know, it's a, all we need is that. Uh, and then when you uh, uh, choose your subscription length, length, click next, and you get to a page that have all the instructions on how to make the payment. And then either you send us an email or you attach your username or email that you have on your member's account uh, in the message of the payment system that you use. That way we can identify you and find you in the system and activate your account. That's the, the way we uh, are forced to do it. 
these days, which means more administrative work for us, more time for us, but that's just how the game is played right now. It's highly skewed, it's unfair, we don't have equal access, and we're being banned and censored and all these kinds of things. So we do appreciate your support, we do appreciate you keeping us alive and afloat, and not only that, we want to grow, we want to expand, uh, so we do thank you very much for your uh, help and support as well. Thank you everyone joining us over on Entropy today. Hold the line, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with much more soon. Until then, take care, have a great rest of your nice night, Merry Christmas. Do you love red ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a red ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.